usually I expect like two pizzas. Mm-hmm. He comes home with like one slice and I was like, what's going on? And he was like, well, I offered like, does anyone want to take some pizza home? Oh, and no. one of the students just grabbed two full pizzas and left. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. I would probably do that. If someone was like, this is a free-for-all, take as much pizza as you I've want. I've done that from a happy hour where there was extra pizza. And mm-hmm. it was like a pizza box that was so big that when I got home, it didn't. Like, I just wanted to like throw it in my fridge. It was too <laughs> <laughs> Like, deconstruct. Yeah. Uh, I ate a lot of that. That was a, it was a pretty good pizza. Where was it from? Um, It was from someplace in Playa Vista. Oh. Some like mom and pop mm-hmm. pizza place. Mm. At, at my job, I sit outside one of the big conference rooms. And I don't know. For whatever reason, anytime there's leftover food, they're always like, hey, Chris, you want to get food? So I'm always <laughs> the first line, the first line defense for the free food, which is usually like leftover and soggy, but whatever, I'll eat man, it. Whatever. Yeah, I'll eat it. I've definitely let everyone at the office know, like, keep me in the loop. Yeah. Like, I will tell you when there's bagels. In, like, right. We have Friday bagels that another, because we, we share it with another agency, and that other agency gets Friday bagels. So they get them in the morning, mm-hmm. which is bagel time. Mm-hmm. But bagel time for us starts at 1 p.m. When they're tired of their bagels, and they put them in the kitchen. Oh, my so God, we really? Friday afternoon bagels. <laughs> <laughs> with cream cheese that's been sitting out all day. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I um, – I would usually do an afternoon bagel thing when I worked at, um, at the firm because I hated everyone else that worked – there and so they would all congregate in the morning and I would just like hide in my office and then once everyone left I would like s- like sneak into the kitchen and then just like squirrel away whatever bagels were left and like usually it was like blueberry bagel and like only onion spread and I'd be like ah, I don't know and just like go back to my office and eat it. There's a meeting uh, uh, where I work. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's one of the film studios and these are very powerful, rich uh, mm-hmm. executives. Uh, probably have big houses in Beverly Hills. There's a meeting uh, that does not start until the bagels arrive. These are grown adults saying, where are the bagels? Who took oh, my wow. cinnamon raisin bagel? <laughs> Call so-and-so. The bagels are not here. And, and they will not start this powerful Hollywood meeting until a $1 bagel arrives. It just makes me laugh every time. That's amazing. They could like have their own Einstein Brothers franchise yes. if they want it. If they wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was this guy... Um, and this, uh, he was, um, we were all attorneys, and he mm-hmm. is this adult attorney that would put his bagel in the toaster and just set it for 40 minutes <gasps> every, <laughs> every week. And so every week I'd be like typing away at my desk and then I'd be like, there's burning. And then I'd run in and there's just this little hockey puck in, in the thing. And I would like turn it off. Yeah. And then. Like clockwork, like 20 minutes later, you'd hear like footsteps running into the kitchen and then him being like, my bagel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, why, 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 so many questions, right? <laughs> so many Wait. questions. <laughs> so is hey, he... is this intentional? <laughs> no. Okay. I think set because you stop it. No, I don't know. <laughs> it needs to be a flame. What is wrong? No, so I think what he did was he would just like turn it was a toaster oven sure. right so he thought it so was he just on. he just flip like yeah. turn it and then walk away and be like it'll be fine and then <laughs> no experience with toaster <laughs> no and it would it would be so small somehow like the little bagel it like ash. it would shrink you're <laughs> <laughs> moving all the molecules yeah. <laughs> it was just like a little like hockey puck of carbon it was so small but yeah he would i don't know what he was mad about but yeah i think he needed a slice toaster yeah. Because it'll pop right up when it's done. Mm-hmm. I, I think he did. This is the same guy that would hide 
hide the office coffee when he wasn't in the office so that no one could have coffee when he wasn't there. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was a monster. He would lock, lock it in a – he, like, bought a padlock for one of the cabinets, locked it in, and then would have the key on him. I think this guy might be, like, an evil yeah. demon. Yeah. He's an evil demon. <laughs> Speaking of evil Dale. demons, right. um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I you were going to say Angelus. <laughs> oh, no. Gonna, you were A to Sorry. C-ing. I appreciate it. <sighs> yeah, we can call it that. Um, oh, do we want to do the presents? Should we do the presents okay, now? Let's do it. Can I do a mine first? Yes. Because oh, uh, the guest should okay. present. Oh. <laughs> Yes. No, because yeah, there's a little story, and I think I, okay. I think I want to. I think I want you to see it first, and then I'll tell you the story. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm building it up a little too much. I think. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so here it is. Now let me show you what this is. So, <gasps> so it's a okay. So it's oh! a it's a. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's an Oz figurine, <laughs> and then there's a Wolfman figurine. Oh! So oh I went gosh. to a collectible store, not the one over here, because they didn't have any Buffy stuff. Uh, so no, I went in there. I'm like, I want to find something. I wanted to find a master for you. I wanted to find something <laughs> Eric Balfour related for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard to find in 2016. I have it all at my house. <laughs> it's okay. That's why they're all at my house. I was looking for like an autograph photo of Eric Balfour from season one of Haven. But, you know, it's very hard to find. So I found, I found there's like a few of these figurines for Buffy. Uh, there was a spike, a... Uh, 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 a willow, and this is Oz. Mm-hmm. They don't look that great. I apologize mm-hmm. on behalf of this company. <laughs> so, and then right behind a whole bunch of them, there's this poor little wolf man. Look, and look at this. this I did not do this. <laughs> the glue for protecting the wolf man has been destroyed because he's been sitting there forever. <laughs> so oh my God. You so, him. so I figured, well, this is Oz as human and Oz as wolf man. That's so cute. So I go up to the register and I say, you know, I'm buying these. And he's uh-huh. like, wow, these are great. And I said, well, I, I'm, I, I'm going to see a couple Buffy fans and, you know, Oz, mm-hmm. Wolfman. And he gave me a look like, oh, I think he was offended that I was using Wolfman oh, out of universe. Yeah, he, he probably was. <laughs> he, he was like uh, sacrilege. Like, <laughs> Look at this. This has been neglected. It's probably been there for years. If he loved Wolfman, he would want Wolfman to be happy. <laughs> so I don't know how you want to distribute it. He has a guitar, uh, Human Oz. Oh, I was wondering what that little thing yeah, was. Yeah, so you could oh my share, God. trade on your moods. I don't know, but... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> or like if you feel like Wolfman that yeah, week. Yeah, you know, I love it. This is so cool. This is so awesome. Thank you so much, Chris. I That's love so that lovely. when he becomes Wolfman, he puts on a belt. <laughs> <laughs> A long sleeve uh, <laughs> so double cool. pocket. He's an industrious wolf. He's <laughs> so kind. He's got work to do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Got a lot to do. He takes off his He's shoes. Not a wolf God forbid. <laughs> oh my I love god. That. Oh, so there you go. So kind. That's so kind. Thank you so Thank much. You're welcome. You're welcome. I, oh I was disappointed gosh. I couldn't find. Uh, I'll, I'll look into bigger gifts. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> But this is—it's very hard to find Buffy stuff in 2016. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. I'm just imagining you trying to find Eric Balfour <laughs> paraphernalia. I almost <laughs> asked the guy. <laughs> Do you? Have, I was going to look at some of those other TV shows. Yeah. Do you have anything about ha- you know, Haven season one, season two, maybe? Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for some Buffy merchandise, specifically season one, episode one, in the first 45 minutes. <laughs> I'd be into like. When he's a vampire, also cool. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Should I open this now? No. Okay, I'll wait. I'll wait. That's like a ride home. Kind of thing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This no. is very, very kind of you.
Mm, thank I'm you for coming on. Honored to be here. We're very happy, and then we got some good stuff to talk oh about. Oh my gosh, a lot. Yeah. Um, welcome to another episode <laughs> of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I'm your second co-host, Ryan Mogi. Oh hey, you know what? You're giving yourself a lot more credit this week. <laughs> you give me shit when I say others. So the I was other like, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the forgotten one. <laughs> I. That's yeah. what it sounds like. That's what I'm trying to play out. I'm trying to get audience sympathy early. <laughs> I'm trying to build that rapport. Um, we've got a super, super special guest today. I'm really today. excited about this. Um, the super funny, super thoughtful <laughs> um, comedian Chris McGowan. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. We are so pleased to have you. I am very excited. I'm like a fan of the show and of the podcast. So I feel like I want a contest. Double. Like a calling contest. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Maybe we should have one. Yeah, maybe we should do that. We should open the gates. (laughs) Come on the show. (laughs) Get yourself over here. You can come on. Wow. Airfare not included. (laughs) No. 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 Or a hotel. No, this is all you. This is all you. (laughs) Get yourself here. And probably bring us a present. Bring us a present. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have... Two really, I, I think, uh, like pretty varied episodes: mm-hmm. passion and killed by death. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of start with a very uh, big, bad, heavy episode, and and with a very monster of the week episode. Absolutely. I would say, mm-hmm. but it's doing that kind of like that ebb and flow that we've noticed of moving the main plot for the the series arc forward, and then taking a little breath. To fight another demon, mm-hmm. win something, yeah. so then we can go back to the the larger struggle. Yeah, and I think this is um, because Angel or Angelus is such a prevalent, um, has been such a prevalent character, and then also is a big bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we see a lot more of him just kind of like peeking in during uh, Monster of the Week episodes, like when he tries to come to Buffy's hotel or hotel. Hospital room, mm-hmm. um, which we would not have seen from someone like the the master. Right, mm-hmm. he would have just been hanging with the anointed one. We, yeah, we, I mean, would we have even right seen though. him? We don't know. Probably not. He probably <laughs> we will never screen. know. <laughs> like, he's dead. Oh God, R.I.P. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, mean, I can't believe you had to bring that up. Um, so, what did you guys think of these episodes? <sighs> Passion is tough. Yeah. yeah, that is tough. Fuck, man. I think that is the. Uh, I, this might set the tone for Whedon's work going forward of mm-hmm. killing someone the audience loves. I remember watching it at the time f- being like, what? Like, mm-hmm. that didn't happen. I mean, it happened, but not to this degree. Yeah. Right? And yeah. not in a finale, not in, you mm-hmm. know, a big sweeps episode. Yeah. Just, you know, one of the times that you're fighting the bad guy, he wins. Yeah. And I remember, like, when the first time I watched it, like when he snaps her neck, I remember thinking like, oh, well, like she has she has to have sur- survived. Yeah. Like what? Mm-hmm. Like she's like, thank God I had that neck pin put in. Right. <laughs> no, I have an unbreakable neck. <laughs> or magic, right? Yeah. 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 Or just like, mm-hmm. oh, thanks. Jaws yeah, is like, we have the spell. Mm-hmm. There's other shows like um, Vampire Diaries does it where like there's a magic ring that if a supernatural thing kills you, you just don't die. I remember us <laughs> like, talking it's about this. the biggest McGovern. Like it's like, okay, so you have the moment when someone dies. Okay, but then, yeah, you can just unbreak necks. That's crazy. It's Because, okay, I remember asking you about this. So if a vampire is driving a truck and they hit you. Can't kill you. You can use, that's like, but so they could kill you in the most mundane way. Yeah, they could kill you with a gun. 
He could shoot you. But if they're a supernatural person, they can't cause your death. That's not it's, awesome. Right. But it's <laughs> not great. It's the kind of thing that, and there's lots of things the Vampire Diaries has, like, uh, in terms of legacy from Buffy, has appropriated. But it feels almost retro compared to what Whedon does yeah. with Buffy. Because, like, yeah, Jenny really is dead. Mm-hmm. It counts. Where yeah. she's, she's not coming back. So can we talk about just the general tone of passions passion mm. passions um, I, say pas- I say passions too yeah okay. i was like i was like the nbc's uh, well, they, supernatural it's, it's, soap opera which because, i watched for one month yeah like uh it's i would say camp is, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> there's the witch and the little yeah the, the little, little boy yeah. The, the little gentleman i believe he's a he's a mannequin or a Tell oh, me right. brought to life, yeah, right? That's right. That's like, right. Like, what do you wait? Call is he a ventriloquist? Tell yes. me brought to life, but yes. it's played by a, a a person, a man. Yes, it's not. A I CGI remember thing. seeing because um, he died, right? That actor died. The actor did during die. Yeah. shooting. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I, his character's name was Timmy. Yes, Timmy. Yeah. I well, and that's in, funny because passions is referenced pretty heavily in Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the later seasons. Yes, because mm-hmm. one of the characters likes to watch it. Um, but no, passion. Okay, passion. I mean, such a heavy, like heavy, straight horror movie. Well, and we start with the vic- uh, sorry, with the villain's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start with Angel's voiceover, watching Buffy go about her life. Yeah, which I love how in previous episodes, him watching her sleep was mm, that's so romantic, and now it is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I actually. There. I wrote the thing, I wrote down, he's doing the same shit that he was doing before, mm-hmm. which we all identified as creepy. But sure, now, but- because he has nefarious purposes, it's, like, scary. Well, and I think we were identifying as creepy because we're, like, bitter, cynical adults. <laughs> right. Where I'm, <laughs> like, yeah, no. But the show is positioning it as, like, very oh, cute. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is romantic and right. love Right, very, like, exactly. teen show, dream, shows stars that he loves you if he's willing to watch you sleep. Fuck that noise. <laughs> And through the trees yeah, and like, at school. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that is true. He was like, because we didn't spend a lot of time in Angel's perspective before he turned. He was doing that God, stuff. What a like he was life, man. Every time like, he showed oh, up out of the shadows, he probably had been watching it for at least 20 minutes. No, waiting yeah. for his moment to. And her whole like. Before she even knew he existed, he was just like, oh, I've got to protect her. But really, he's just. Like, what, sitting in the dark watching her? Well, I mean, he is, how is that? <laughs> I mean, he's watching <laughs> over her. Right. I mean, I guess it has two purposes, right? Because, like, he's watching over her, but also he's, like, getting pleasure out of watching her. In pre-Angelus? <laughs> I think pre Yeah. Like, well, he's just like, oh, she's so pretty, she's so wonderful, ha- she's so Yeah, I think pure. he gets a head start on falling in love with her mm-hmm. by watching her. That's what I mean, he's but falling in love. But I don't know that he's, like, I don't think he, like, starts out being like, ooh, this is my assignment. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think he does that. I think he like when I said he gets pleasure out of it. I think he's like at first he's like I've got to you know watch mm-hmm. the Slayer, uh, but then I think he's like oh but she's so kind and she's so beautiful and she's so <laughs> and then he just she's she's great she's yeah. great I, I mean, love this girl rightly so he should fall in love with her, but <laughs> even if she is a bit of a watcher's pet, I know that was so funny when Xander <laughs> called her that. Um, Which that. Yeah, Xander, you're never going to no, be Giles' not, favorite. You're not. Give it up. You're not. Mm-hmm. 
Um, did you guys notice the lamp in Buffy's room that has the upside down lampshade? Yes. I was like, <laughs> what, what the that? fuck is that? <laughs> like, I feel like the set designer was like, this is kind of cute, right? If I flip it over, you guys like that? Doesn't it oh. add light to the room? Don't you get like uh, a, don't you get a, uh, like a. Did you do, did you do I that? I did. <laughs> no, but that makes sense because there are those floor lamps that do the same yeah. thing. Right, right, oh, right. 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 You're getting that effect on so a small level. So it's probably the kind of lampshade that has the wire contraption with the circle in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so all you have to do is flip it over. You just have to flip it. I yeah. might try it at home tonight. I'd, I've done it, but not like as a thing. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> you just were noodling around in your apartment one Friday night. <laughs> Let's see what I What else am I going to do? It's about 8.30. It's D- time to flip over the lampshade. DVR's cleared out. <laughs> but I've played with that effect before. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I guess that was a thing. I guess you could buy lampshades like that. But, yeah. yeah. I, I have some lampshades like that. I had no idea the versatility of those lampshades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. So Cordy's afraid about her car, which I like yeah. a lot. It was a consistent thing throughout that yeah. whole, even the whole episode. Yeah. She keeps bringing it up. It's great. Well, and I love that she switches with her grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> she, she makes her grandma switch with her. <laughs> That's such a Cordy move. <laughs> no no regard no. for poor granny. <laughs> she had a good tag. life. Right. <laughs> And doesn't it show up, not to jump ahead, but with garlic in her car at the very end of the episode? Doesn't she have her car back, but there's like garlic and stuff inside? There's weird garlic hanging throughout. I feel like the set decorator was like, I've got a runner. I'm going to try. Because when Willow comes over to Buffy's house, they're like, there's... Ten yeah. heads of garlic no, for each yeah. of them. Yeah. I think they they were like, wait, so now they don't want Angel around? Oh, man. They like open a double bag to like check this out. See, I pictured a whole like closet of garlic. Just like, yeah. <laughs> finally. Because I would, could see if you started working on a show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you would think you needed garlic. Oh, God. They probably were so like, we're not, when are we going to so use much? this? We got a deal with a guy and he shipped a whole bunch of garlic in. All the garlic's old, so it has like the little... Oh, yeah, it's growing and they're like so shriveled and small <laughs> i mean that's never happened in my house oh god what a nightmare i've have you ever, i mean since you said this has never happened to you but when you like break kidding. it apart and it's like basically hollow and you're like where'd it go where'd it go <laughs> well i'm a big fan of the thing where you um if we're gonna talk garlic um, which we are <laughs> classic you garlic girl a garlic over. head inside uh two uh bowls mm-hmm and then you shake, oh, you shake it, it and then and it, it comes apart. But sometimes you shake it and all of a sudden it's like little crusty things. You're like, all right, maybe I'll drop 50 cents. In the store. <laughs> oh, God. And now time for a quick break. Hello, this is Chad Fogland from Sequel Squeal. If you like listening to two jackasses talk about movies and sometimes give some kind of facts about them with a sometimes famous and otherwise awesome guest, then listen to the Sequel Squeal here on the Nerdist School Network. What One else? question I had at the very beginning, yes. which obviously this episode answers, is why don't they disinvite Angel? Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's something they do. Right. But was that never, I guess, a thing until this episode? They yeah. would know, not have known that's a thing. And it's such an easy to like undo spell, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like Because it's like you do it, and then the second you change your mind, you can be like, just come in, and then it's undone. Yeah, you would think it would be top of a watcher's repertoire mm-hmm. to uninvite. Right, that's like you would classic think like vampire. Basic. Yeah, like you just go around, like you make a, a like disinvite here, disinvite there, mm-hmm. disinvite right, there. Right, right, I don't know. I don't know why just now Buffy's like, I guess we got to find one for my mom. <laughs> and then, yes, I do think that she has a lot on her mind, Buffy. She's got a lot going on. She does. Mm-hmm. And we have the the 
space of she has had a couple Demon of the Week episodes in the middle. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's really now back at the real shit. Okay. so She couldn't be doing this in the background while Xander made everyone fall in love with him. God. <laughs> oh, Xander. Um, he, he means, well. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he's got some interesting moments in these episodes. He does. Well, I wrote down Xander and Cordy back together officially. Yeah, yeah right? they're they, officially. They all go to the movies right. and they're yeah. like holding hands. Yeah. They're, they're the couple of the group. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's interesting because even when Angel was around, he did, they didn't go on double dates. So like... <laughs> No. No, so like Xander and Cordy are the first like official Scooby couple yeah, like, right. that they all yeah. really hang out with. Um, and they seem yeah. to like each other right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. They do like each other right now. That's and good. they even get kind of jealous of each other. Oh, that that's next episode. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yes. That is, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but we, we, will, we will definitely. Okay. Um, okay, so I had a, lot, a couple questions about like Jenny Callender's heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So she's like, I was raised by these people. Like I was raised by the people that that Angel hurt the worst, um, the most. And but then I was like confused because like was she born in America or was she she was born in Romania? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just confused about. And that. I think that so I think all of Jenny like everything that would be in Jenny Calendar's resume I uh-huh. think is a lie. I oh, think interesting. All of Jenny Calendar's made up. That's part of why. And this is. Jumping so far ahead, yeah. but that her her grave just has the name Jenny Calendar and no other information Nothing. because they don't really know when she was born. Hmm. They don't, right. you know. So I feel like she, Jenny Calendar was almost just a character that she, I can't remember how to pronounce her. A real. pseudonym, a pseudonym. Or, Yana, Yara, Yana, Yara, Yana Calderas, Calderas, Calderas. All right, Yana Calderas grew up and then assumed the identity of Jenny Calendar okay. as an adult. She just seems very. She seems very American to me, mm-hmm. but which I, is yeah. I think she was like, and now I question everything she said about Burning Man and everything she said about. I think it's all made up. I think uh, it was all designed to whoa. be a cool teacher, yeah. that Buffy would like, and also to get closer to Giles. I wow. See, this is helpful wow. because uh, <laughs> you may have, may have talked about this already, but yeah. I, especially the beginning of this episode, Passion, where she meets her untimely yes. end. Everyone is still so mad at her, and yeah. I don't feel why it has. I get it, but uh, it seems so like misplaced. Or maybe that's the point: is that it's really directed at Angel, right? And they're mm-hmm. just directing it at her. Mm-hmm. But they shut her out completely, which yeah. is even more heart wrenching, right? With yeah. what happens. Well, and in, during the episode, and this is such a classic Joss kind of move. During the episode, everyone forgives her. Giles is ready to open his home to her. Oh my like, god! It's it. They get us to the best point of her, like, that she could be so that when she dies, it's even more tragic. Yeah. Okay, so I came up with a theory Ooh, that is real messed up, I think. Okay. Because it it, it, it projects, like, a lot of, like, fucked up stuff onto Buffy. So, Buffy, I I don't feel like this is true, but I feel like it could be true. That, okay, Buffy knows that. She's afraid because her mom is like her her friend, part of her friends and family group, and that she knows that like Angel's thing is to oh no, I think I see where you're going is yeah. to kill people within her friends and family group. She's still mad at Jenny Calendar and wants to divert attention away from her true <laughs> loved ones. So she invites Jenny Calendar back into the fold by saying Giles still misses her, brings her back, makes her a likely suspect because now she's like recently loving arms. So. Angel's kind of seeing that. 
sets everything into motion. The Rube Goldberg device starts and ends with Angel killing Jenny Calendar. And Buffy did it to protect the people she really cares about. It does answer the question, like, why is Jenny Calendar alone in a school when Angel can walk in at any time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because everyone no. else is teamed okay, up. Okay, we would not <laughs> do that. I, I like it because we would not do that. Everyone else is teamed up. Willow's hanging out, right? Yeah. Uh, Cord- Cordelia's hanging out. Like everyone's teamed up. Everyone yeah. has a buddy. Mm-hmm. But Jenny. Okay, but Jenny's also on a secret rogue mission, <laughs> right? That Buffy doesn't know about. Yeah. All right, that's an interesting theory. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna have to go home and rewatch this episode. <laughs> Because she does say good, right? Didn't she say uh, at the beginning of this episode, like, I'm still feeling bad, Buffy. And she's she's like, like, good. "Good." And then she's like, well, also, Giles misses you. (laughs) And then she's like, later. And then walks away. And then I think she's trying in her teenage girl way to be the bigger person and Mm -hmm. understand that even if she has a problem with Jenny Calendar or is still mad at her, that doesn't mean Giles should be sad. Because Giles is very important to Buffy. And at this point, in these two episodes, like, he's one of, yeah, he's. Yeah. Probably the person that she is closest to and most honest with now that Angel's uh, gone. Yeah. I mean, there were, I mean, the moments where they're comforting each other, like, oh, so sad Mm -hmm. um, and really heart wrenching. But I mean, it was just a a, a thought I had while watching it. I was like, it's an interesting thought. (laughs) (laughs) It does make Buffy a little more devious, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least, like, not that she did it because she hates Jenny, but like, I feel like you, you would make this would make more sense with like a season seven Buffy. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think this version of Buffy is outside. Okay. She loves the people who are closest to her the most important, mm-hmm. but all human life is very important to her right now. Right now, yes. She wouldn't sacrifice a, she wouldn't sacrifice a stranger in Sunnydale for her family right now. No. So saying that she would sacrifice Jenny Calendar for her yeah. family. But is Jenny Calendar a stranger? Kind of. Kind of, because she's she doesn't all know her. Yeah, she doesn't know who she really is. I'm, I don't. I don't mean to make you feel bad, right? But I kind of. I'm, I'm I in... think it's an interesting take. I don't think that was intended. Right. I don't think so. But I think it's an interesting way to look at this show. Read. I was just having devious thoughts. I had eaten too much ramen, so I was very <laughs> sodium filled. Yeah, I could see it. You know, and That'll so I was like it. in a weird sodium haze. <laughs> anyway, um, but it's interesting. So a lot of the big bad stuff with Angel in this episode especially in terms of Joyce, plays like a Lifetime movie. It plays like Mm -hmm. one of those stalker ex-boyfriend movies. Mm -hmm. When he corners her by the car with her groceries. Yeah. That's scary without him being a murderous vampire. Absolutely. He's like older guy talking about when he made love to your daughter. When he said that. Be like, you understand. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like doing it while like putting her groceries back in the bag so that she won't leave. And like he... And when he said the thing about, like, when we made love, I had forgotten he says that. And I was like, no! Oh, my God. That's that's almost like, the, that's the worst thing you could tell the mom. Which is why he said it. Which is why he said it. And he throws an orange. And he throws an orange. Did you see that? He's helping her pay, <laughs> and one goes flying off. I'm sure they're like, just, just, we don't have yeah, time. Just yeah, <laughs> lock it. He's usually very fastidious, but... <laughs> So Joyce is freaked out and less one orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, poor Joyce. She's going to have that for breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, that scene was felt um, unsettling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no one had to get murdered. Mm-mm. That was still upsetting. But it was a satisfying end to that scene mm-hmm. when, like, he tries to follow in. And then he's like, oh, oopsie. 
Yep. When they're walking down the stairs. Well, and it's also a moment of triumph for Buffy. Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, cool. She's got this. Mm -hmm. She does. She's protecting the people she loves. Except in letting Jenny Calendar Yeah, die. and then Jenny Calendar dies. <laughs> but doesn't Joyce go, okay, this guy's at the door. Yeah. Why, why then he just sees, I guess she didn't see him do a little yeah. Well, like, she was bear. like, the night's over or whatever. She's like, good night. Okay. okay. And she tries to, and and so Buffy's there when he, I don't think she knows that he didn't take her gotcha. good night. Okay. I see. Um, also, like when. But Buffy's, uh, Joyce is also like willfully Ignorant. Right, because when Joyce it. runs inside, her daughter is walking down the stairs with her best friend reading, like, <laughs> ancient Sumerian out of a book and, like, waving around sage. Like, <laughs> No questions? She's just like, uh, that guy out there. <laughs> but I know uh, we've ta- you've talked about uh, Joyce being the, uh, the not-so-good mother, and I mm-hmm. think she is very strong with him. Yeah, as a, I mean, yes. obviously not knowing he's a vampire at this point, mm-hmm. but right. like, no, you're being inappropriate with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leave. Yep. Yeah, and I think you know she's kind of grown as a mother throughout the series, and here she's really, I think, doing a good job of. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call the police on you. Yeah. kind of thing. Well, and it's I think it reflects back, and as as a character, she arcs through the series. Like she, when she's in the loop, she is on it. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. a good mother. She's tapped in. She cares. She wants to be supportive. But when Buffy shuts her out. She lets herself get shut out, which I guess is its own flaw. But yeah, all Buffy had to do is say, this guy that I was dating, he's following me. And Bu- and Joyce is in action, ready yeah. to be there for her. Mm-hmm. So let her in, Buff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, tell her. Yeah, and that's hard because like when you're, I don't know, speaking at, from my own experience mm-hmm. as like a 17-year-old girl, that I am right now. I'm 17. <laughs> you didn't say that word. I knew what you meant. <laughs> when I was 17. When I was, sorry. Your real name is Yana. <laughs> um, when I was 17 and like had recently experienced heartbreak um, or, you know, I had, I don't think I would have like immediately been like, mom, can you help me deal with? Yeah. Having lost my virginity to someone who turned out to be different. Mm -hmm. Like, so I get why Buffy is hesitant to reach out to her mom with those specifics, especially because she's usually the person that takes care of everything, like in Sunnydale in general, right? Like, she's the protector. She's the, um, basically like the law in Mm -hmm. Sunnydale. And then it's like for something personal like this, it feels strange to reach outside. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Sure. And it also is like, Certain like certain families rate or don't talk about sex or right, and then they have that talk, and that talk is kind of awkward. Like they both, yeah. I mean, Joyce wants to connect with her and wants to support her and wants to be there for her, but it's not like an open sex positive like. My parents never had the talk with me to this day. My parents had pre talks with me, like when I was too young to have the talk. Oh, interesting. So I was ready, like yeah. You were ready to go. My mom <laughs> took us to go see Greece, like when I was like, I don't know, seven in uh in DC or not seventh grade. Okay, <laughs> like seventh grade, like in downtown DC. So like we had to drive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if she did it on purpose, but then that's when she like made me have to talk with her. So it was like just the two of us in the car, no escape. Like, yeah, you can't get out of here. There's no way, like. Can't go on a highway. Can't run away to my room. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, I've never had the talk either. But uh, in fourth grade, Mm -hmm. where they split the boys up and the girls into other classrooms, I went to a Catholic uh, grade school. Mm -hmm. 
and we watched a video that just had all his boys snickering. Yeah. I mean, we were, yeah. we were I think we were probably a little too young to really yeah, understand. Yeah, fourth grade is pretty yeah. young. Yeah. Uh, so the- <laughs> That was that my was it. your that, whole education. Yeah. Figured everything out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my my whole thing was from through school and then Planned Parenthood. Yeah, too. no, but I, that was something that I feel like was missing from because it felt like a very authentic conversation. The conversation between Joyce and Buffy, mm-hmm. but I felt like what was missing was I'm getting you appointment at Planned Parenthood. You're getting on birth control. This yeah. is what it seemed weird to me that they didn't talk about the pill. I know why Buffy's not worried about it. Right, she only has she sex with vampires. Yeah, but like. <laughs> As the mom, I was like, no, mom, you need to set up an appointment. It can yeah. be Planned Parenthood. It could be And also, like, let's like, just do a general whatever. screening, too. Yeah, you need you to know? get a panel, and mm-hmm. you also get, get on the pill, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no reason yeah. a 17-year-old girl who's sexually active shouldn't be on the pill. Totally. I guess that's that's an opinion, I guess. No, In no. In my opinion. But I agree. <laughs> that but, could be network notes again. I know you've bring yeah, that before. It right. could be like, mm, We can't. You know, can't. Mm, crunch, yeah. uh, like it's, it's 1998. We can't. <laughs> you, your mom should get you an appointment at Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and a container of lube, right? <laughs> Can you imagine? Water based, of course. A water, a water based lube that she just squeezes out of a tube into a container. <laughs> she writes like for Buffy. <laughs> it's like decorated, right? Yeah. Upside down lamp style. <laughs> upside down lamp. Oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh God. By the way, did Angel always draw this well? Oh, he's he's been a drawer. <laughs> I didn't know. Maybe I've been well, missing it. I, you know what? <laughs> I don't know if he has up to this point, okay. but I know that like him drawing is a very common thing throughout the series, okay. and it's always like when they do it in action, it's a finished drawing, and then he's just cut, <laughs> like he's just shading, <laughs> or like just <laughs> like just, I'm just gonna redo the lines on this one. Like he's just like, doing the lines. <laughs> Gonna raise the cheek on this angle. Yeah, right? gonna... <laughs> That'd be so funny if he's just like erasing a little bit. Um, oh, the picture of Jenny Calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if you guys are big doodlers. You, you guys doodle a lot. I thought for a second I thought you were talking about that website where you the scheduling. I was like, yeah, I'm, I know I doodle. Huge into doodle. Where my doodle is my life. <laughs> Sponsor of Hell <laughs> I don't know what I'd do without my doodle. <laughs> I used doodle to get here today. <laughs> doodle made it happen. Um, um, no, drawers. but I don't. I, not in an artistic way, but like when I'm bored or something in a yeah. meeting. So like for me, I, res- I I felt that picture, the picture of Jenny Calendar resonated with me because it's like you'll spend like so long like drawing like part of your drawing and then afterward. Especially if you're impatient like me. Yeah. I'll just be like, oh, I don't know, the rest of it. Like, just kind of do. <laughs> so, like, he he does, like, such a beautiful job, like, on her face. It's, like, so beautiful. And then her shoulders have just, like, these outlines of just, like, shitty looking flowers. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you got tired of doing that. He was like, uh, no time. She's probably going to get here soon. Right. You think it takes an hour or two, right? Yeah. And he's, and that, he's just done a horrible thing. Oh but on all the rows, are we getting there yet? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just laughing, oh, imagining him there. doing that. <laughs> like, sitting there drawing for hours. <laughs> Yikes! But it makes it's better to upset Giles. Yeah, to have the have that picture. Yeah, Ugh. poor and, Giles, and such great acting from Anthony Sirian. Uh, talk about not knowing, trying to not know what's coming. He comes yeah. in there with such a mm-hmm. smile. Yeah, sees the champagne. He's like, "This is the lap dance." Yeah, thing, right. Yeah. What did she say? Yeah. She's like, "I'm going to give yeah, you a dance. I'm give you a lap dance, make you squirm." Yeah, yeah. He's ready to squirm. <laughs> He's ready. Oh my god, he's, he's so ready to squirm. He squirmed his way right up those stairs. 
loved the inlay on those stairs. Did you guys notice that? They were cute little tiles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, aw. While I was walking up, I was like, uh-oh, well, something bad. And the layout know. of his apartment stays the same throughout the series. I don't know if yeah. they do redecorate the stairs, but I did notice it this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that was so... I felt like Jenny Callender's death was the least bloody, but one of the most brutal in the series. Like, it's just like he snaps her neck and she's dead. And mm-hmm. it's and it's he doesn't even feed. Mm-hmm. No. And that's I think it's worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Anthony Stewart Head does a great job running up those stairs, like glowing, excited. And then ugh, she's dead. Yeah, Josh Sweden even says, and there's like a little two minute interview with him. Yeah. He's like, I we wanted to snap her neck so that you don't she's not feeding. So, yeah. so like an insult mm-hmm. and no, she's not coming back. I yeah. guess it's like just brutal and cold yeah. and quick. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. she's not gonna be a vampire. She's right? just dead. She's gone. Mm-hmm. That was really sad. Really, really fucking sad. But mm-hmm. she did do something, and I'm not trying to hint at future events, but she yeah. did do some good work. Yeah. Before her demise. Yeah. Yes. I was actually laughing a bit at how um, Angel like is trying to dispatch with the computer. He's like, it's in this computer. And it reminded me of Zoolander. Yeah. He just like throws the computer on the ground and sets it on fire. Oh, and guys, this was a time before IMAX. He threw the monitor yeah. on the ground. Yeah. I'm like, uh, the, the tower he... the tower's still over <laughs> like, there. He threw the monitor on the ground, which caught on fire. <laughs> a lot of uh, components in there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then and he's like, he destroyed the printout. Yeah. So. The dot matrix printer. <laughs> And then he's just like warming his hands over it, almost style. Like he's like looking at her. He's like, ha ha, like I burned your shit. But oh god. Luckily she has it on a floppy disk. Yep. Yeah. Which and fell that down. was one of those kind of Twilight Zone endings that we do get sometimes. And mm-hmm. sometimes they have further ramifications. Sometimes like the egg episode where I'm sorry, the, the first the, season the bug eggs. Bug egg. eggs. Right. It, you see a bug egg and then I guess it. They didn't take over. It, it, resol- it resolved itself. Yeah. It resolved itself. They're picturing the janitor. Just like, I'm going to claim myself. Yeah, he's shaking the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I better shake these eggs. <laughs> oh, as long as he wasn't a virgin. Right. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh. Um, but so yeah, sad. we end with that floppy. Yeah. Wedged between. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are they going to find it? And Willow as a teacher. Because usually that's, that's what happens. You get a junior... Um, at your high school, yeah, to, to be the new teacher, class. you don't hire sub. You, <laughs> you know, don't no. bring <laughs> no certification class. necessary. No, she's really nerdy. Yeah, that's all they need. A she really nerdy person that likes computers <laughs> to teach the class. But I do like that Willow. Oh, oh sorry, no, I was no, going to no, jump please. in because I was going to say that probably fits into not just Angel uh-huh. not knowing computers, just everyone in Sunnydale. <laughs> Willow's Willow and Jenny Calendar were the only two people who understood how computers work, which is why they had to bring Willow That's in. It's like yeah. I don't like, yeah. just uh, the principal just I don't, I don't uh, know. No. I got nothing. He's like ah, they still it's, well, huh? it's on fire. Can yeah. you use it while it's on fire? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think that's totally true. Um, Trevor, that like nobody knows how computers work because like have you seen the other actors around computers? They like put their hands just on top of the monitor and talk. <laughs> it's like oh. like I'm getting something. Uh, I believe it's a demon. <laughs> but they're always like, Willow, can you search the web for this? And it's like, just type it into a search bar. It's not okay. This is 1998 right, internet. Do so it's you, a you remember what searches used to be like? It, it, okay, it's not Google. Google. It's not Google. Right. You you're had right. You're to, right. Like, you're go right. to Yahoo. 
Then yeah. you had to type in a Boolean string. Then you had to oh, tweak the Boolean string. Yeah, These okay, it's a little different. It is a little different. Yeah, it's, a- it's a weird thing where they make the, 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 the internet and computers seem like a lot more difficult to deal mm-hmm. with, but also way easier because they're like, oh, it's so easy to hack. You know, it's so... Do you think that Jenny Calendar as Yana was a techno-pagan? Or do you think that's part of her new identity? Like, was she in Romania being... They didn't have computers there. Well, she then. was being a techno-pagan <laughs> in this episode, finally. Yeah, she was... It, Actually, it, 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 techno In her compound yeah. where she's living. We have... Okay, all we know way is what her it's... uncle looks like. Okay, from what her uncle looks like. <laughs> he looks like an Amish man. They don't have computers in their compound. Then she's a... She's a genius, and we should celebrate her more. Because I actually, I wrote learned computers that well after living her entire childhood. Yeah, in a village. That's what I'm saying. Like That's I wrote crazy. down, she's a really good coder because mm-hmm. she's like, I'm. Oh, oh, I had a lot of things to say about the guy that works at that I magic like, shop. All right, I want to hear what you say, but I have thoughts too. Okay, and, and I will want to hear what you both say. Okay, okay. So he's like, so he has this fake accent, right? And then he's like, Oh, you're here for the. <laughs> well, usually the only things that get pushed around here is rabbit feet and whatever. And she's like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, but really, I have to use you as a sounding board so that I can explain my whole plan about what I'm going to do with Angel so that somebody hears it because I'm going to die in the next scene. So she like, says her whole plan. She's like, well, I'm – there are so many – okay, first of all, Orb of Thessala. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're so rare. So, Which leads me to believe they're expensive. Uh, yeah. Possibly, yeah. But I mean, he's selling can, them as paperweights. Things, right, but things can be rare and not in demand. Oh, I see what you're saying. So people you know. are only buying them. Okay. So then, he, but he knows what an Orbithesla does because he warns her, right? He's right. like, it's basically useless if you don't know the thing. And then she's like, he's like, what are you going to do with it? And she's like, I'm giving my friend a present. And he doesn't need to ask what it is because he knows the Orbithesla is to give back souls. So mm-hmm. he shouldn't, but he's like, what is it? And she's just like, like hold it up to the light. <laughs> and she's like, his soul. But I just thought that was so okay, like the whole scene. But maybe you can do other things with the Orba Thessala. Just because the most useful for our plot is used. Is <laughs> so she could be souls. like, I'm just giving him a paperweight. <laughs> or like maybe you can use the Orb of Thessala to bring from the ether your grandmother for one moment to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like interesting. I just, just I just yeah. invented that, but sure. Okay. <laughs> or throw a soul inside you. Have two souls walking around. Double soul. Oh, double, double soul. soul. <laughs> Classic double soul. Okay, and I think also we were talking about the Orba Thessala. It reminded me why I don't think Angel is Angel's not living inside Angelus because she in said get it from the ether. But then why does he remember everything? Because he's like he's like God. Noticing. I think he does. I think he's like God. <laughs> or okay, that's not really what I think. What I really think is that he gets all those horrible memories when he comes back. I think you might be right because so he's like, the same when brain. He gets into the body. Yeah. He's like, oh my god, I did all these horrible things. But yeah. he is almost more at rest. His soul when he's when it's away. Out of the body. It's like being dead and being pulled back to earth. Or maybe he's in hell. He's actually in hell or something. So when he, but let's, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I'm trying to keep track of where the soul is, where the body yeah. is right now. Because right, the body's in Sunnydale. Yana says that it's in the ether, ether right? Angel which is soul, such, angel, yeah, soul, right? angel soul. Yeah, I think it's just in the ether. I think he's more at peace when Angelus is murdering people than he is if he were when to he's never come back. Yep. Okay, that's my hypothesis. What What is weird to me then is because when he is in his soul, the demon's still there. Remember? Yeah. 
which is weird to me. Like, why would the demon still be there? Well, that's the vampire part it's, of them, right? Yeah. That's the demon that's so, always now. So it's them. always going to be there yeah. no matter what. Mm-hmm. So his soul is more transient mm-hmm. than the demon. Okay. Right. All right. Because also, in theory, I think the idea is that when you become a vampire, that's what you lose of your soul. Yes. Right. So, okay. like, so all vampires it don't goes. have their soul. Okay. So is the ether just filled with souls of There's people souls. who were turned into vampires? Yeah, I think they're all playing like backgammon. Or they're like, <laughs> like wait, are you a vampire? Wait, are you a vampire? <laughs> are you a vampire? <laughs> like, they're just all talking to each other. Uh, they all say in unison, are you, you a, a vampire? vampire? <laughs> did you get bitten just before this and then killed? <laughs> did, you, did you feed a little bit before you got murdered? <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. That would be a really, because like, it would be a weird mixture of people. Yeah. Like that girl from School Hard, the, the, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the ang- angsty teen. She's, yeah. the, she's hanging out there. The one who's like, oh, the gross one. <laughs> you know, she's like, hey, Buffy. <laughs> like, she's just like so. Wait, and then is your soul still loose after your body's destroyed? The souls are loose. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, so would the guy from Lie to Me. Or what, yeah. about, what about Jesse? Yeah. There's- oh, God. Is Jesse's soul just hanging in the ether or because his body's been destroyed? If you pause the episode at minute 324 <laughs> right, I'm and zoom down. into the right-hand uh-huh. corner, you see the ghostly image of Eric Balfour <laughs> floating. <Blowing> away. <laughs> you guys let me watch the episode. And not, maybe he's in, he's in every episode at minute three twenty four. Maybe the guy in the shop is like, you know, that guy Jesse. You could bring him back. He's, I liked him. No, I'm out here after school. I mean, she's like, oh my, I'm giving my friend a present. And he's like, oh Jesse, I've been waiting. It has his name on there, like a little yeah. piece of tape that says for Jesse. Oh my god. <laughs> you know open. when. Um, Angel's like holding the orb of Thessala and yeah. he's like yelling at Jenny. Like, you know he's going to throw it, mm-hmm. but it's so scary. Like, that yep. buildup, I was like, oh no. Like, it, and he, you know he's not going to throw it at her, which how funny would it be if he did? He just like, <laughs> she's like, beans are, beans are the thing. She's like, ah. <laughs> she has been bonked on the head in funny ways. <laughs> yes. Which, remember when um, the person's in the book? Yeah. Prison? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets bonked on the head <laughs> yeah. by the book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he destroys the Orbethesla, chases her around, and there are, I mean, I we all knew what was going to happen, because we've mm. all seen it before. Yeah. But you do have hope that she's going to escape, because we've seen people escape Angel before. Well, you think Giles is going to come in, because he yeah. was just there, yeah. like, a few right. minutes ago. So I'm like, oh, well, he's going to... He's yeah. coming in, right? He's mm-hmm. going to fix it. Someone or or Buffy and Will are going to realize that the school isn't protected mm-hmm. right. and they're going to be... Because it's such an extended no one... chase scene where mm-hmm. she's just like running, running, running. And she and does all, pretty yeah. good, right? Yeah, she, yeah, she does. She just slams that door on him, then it locks. Does mm-hmm. a uh, favorite uh, oh, custodian cart. Yeah, custodian cart right <laughs> at him. Which, was it a stunt double? Or was that him? Because it looked a lot like him. Maybe they just got a really good stunt yeah, double. Yeah, I think they got a good stunt double. They're better at getting stunt doubles for Angel than they are for Buffy. Well, he's a more type of... A, yeah. He looks more like a typical action hero. Yeah. Have we talked about the Spike stunt double? Or I don't want to get too far oh, off track. No, With the terrible no. wig. No, if you I watch this. Like, I think Buffy's stunt double is pretty good. Yeah, uh, especially when her hair goes over her face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Angels is really good, mm-hmm. but Spike is, has a really obvious blonde wig. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can't the guy have short hair? Yeah, and then we solve all that problems. Anyway, yeah, I don't. Want- oh my god, that's so funny. Um, also, did you guys notice when Angel is like yelling at Miss Calendar in the classroom? There's a big word that says Phoebe behind him. Mm-hmm. What does yeah. that mean? F E E B, all caps. It's so big and it's so bolded. I guess I should have researched I that. <laughs> I did see FAT, which is a uh, 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 computer mm-hmm. 
So do you think Bang. they just they just yeah, did a bunch of like computer terms and right. they're like oh, I just like put them yeah. in all caps on the board behind yes, them? I think that okay. That sounds Phoebe's exactly probably, like we're gonna get some someone's gonna be like you idiot. Right. It's it's formal exterior uh, um, in electronic uh, battery. Yeah, <laughs> formal exterior <laughs> electronic <laughs> battery. Yes, of course, <laughs> o- obviously. <laughs> um, but the shot of the silhouette of her of them, I guess, on the third floor of the building yeah. in front of that window. Um, as he snaps her neck, is so like beautiful and upsetting. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, yeah. Uh, the colors are very like blue and black. Mm-hmm. And there's cars. You can see cars. Like that's also yeah. terrifying. Yeah. That there, there's life literally on the other side. Yeah, of that window. Well, that's something that like Joss Whedon has done in later episodes. Obviously, I won't get into it. But like when something very tragic is happening, it is a very real thought when you're experiencing it, or if you're like right in the like experiencing the blowback from it. Um, to highlight that like everything around you is still going on mm-hmm. and like these people are living like you are in this bubble of like something very tragic but like these people are living completely outside of it yeah. and it's a feeling of being very alone mm-hmm. and in that moment I mean we all fucking die alone man poor Jenny Yana oh we said that and then you said that the beginning of that quote is much more nice yeah. than we thought yeah we are all born alone and we all die alone but what matters is the friendships that you make in between Ugh, great I, I, that is a paraphrase, by the way. <laughs> Don't like put that on your Facebook wall. I think wall. it's pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in speaking of that, like inside the grief and outside the grief, we mm-hmm. then the way we, so we get to be with Giles as he discovers the body, um, and we live in that moment with him, and then we see the cops, which the cops are not. We don't see a lot of cops, but, right? Um, they're there, and he has to go in for questioning, but he has to make a call first, and that's to Buffy. That yeah. scene. That was really good. Was really I was good. like, I'm, I got really misty. Yeah. Um, I had some questions about why Giles is not more of a suspect. Good question. She's found with a broken neck in his bed. Well, maybe he had just picked up uh, eyeglass cleaner at CVS right before he got there. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like maybe he has, he has an the alibi. receipt. Right, he has yeah. the receipt. Maybe he just has okay. we so know all he, he wasn't there. Receipt. It's not like he was standing there. and, and It's not like he, w- he wasn't there. Yeah. So he is maybe is a good actor. All I needed was one line. I just needed one line of well, like, and, oh, and the yeah. crime scene is the computer on fire. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, right. Well, no, so they don't know that she died at the school, do they? Right. Well, they can say, well, the body clearly has been moved. Yeah. Okay. So they can trace where this was is, she right before and then. They're like post-mortem placement in the bed. Right? I is also that a thing? think that, and I, we might have talked about this before, but I think you could be a serial killer in, in Sunnydale and get away with it. Yeah, it's no, pretty good. Because totally. the cops probably write off ev- a lot oh, of things. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you probably get rubber stamped. Interesting. Your murders. But see, what's so weird is that this isn't one of those that they would normally, like, automatic gloss over, right? Like, her neck's just broken. But there's the, the staging of it. Right. Oh, I see, I see. staged yeah. by a psychopath. So, I feel like, I don't know. I would love if there was a series that was, like, Sunnydale Nights. And yes. it was all the cops. Yes. Yep. And and there's probably one young cop who wants to investigate everything. There's the old cop who's ah, it's yeah. just vampires, kid. Is this Gotham? Basically, <laughs> what Gotham should be. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm writing a spec about Gotham where I said it in Sunnydale. I only saw the first episode of that show. Uh, Me too. Yeah. I one. laughed so hard when the kid screams when Baby Bruce Wayne screams. He's like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, I had to stop and rewind it. I know he just found his parents dead, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> It's just so wow. Ah! <laughs> um, I can't believe that show still is on. I'm surprised. 
Yeah, it's still going strong. And all the CW shows got picked up. Now yes. I'm, just, I'm just talking about shows. <laughs> I realized that I wasn't trying to lead us back to Buffy. It was just like news. Okay. But so we have the scene and we're back from Angel's point of view. So we're outside that window. We can hear the muffled sound of Willow breaking down in yeah. tears. She goes, what? Like you hear her say, <gasps> what? And then her face. I mean, you've talked about it yeah. before on this podcast. She, I mean, I, you feel her grief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Through her. You feel the grief through her. Yeah. That mm-hmm. face just has that news and that weight. Ugh. And like you can see the difference in how um, Buffy and Willow are taking mm-hmm. it where it's like Willow is just so overtaken by grief. It's a very sad, yes. tragic thing that happened. And Buffy, you can see is like, oh, fuck. I feel responsible. Yeah. yeah. Well, Which, and she kind of shuts down. Yeah. She doesn't like reach for Willow. No. She shuts. Yeah. Yeah. Off. And does the like sliding down to so yeah. before thing. Yeah. Uh, I will say, and this was just something that I thought was an interesting turn of phrase, and I wonder what you guys thought of it. Because that, at that point, also, we're still getting Angel voiceover. And he talks about the ecstasy of grief. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know if I buy into the validity of that. Like, because he talks about, like, the release of pain. Or, right. Like, the, but, like, the ecstasy. A oh, bit like that. Yeah. I always say it wrong. Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude? is, it, is yeah. it a bit like that. Oh, so it's his ecstasy over someone else's grief. I think, I think that that's moment. what he means. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's smiling out there like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah, he's smiling like crazy. He's surprised they don't see his teeth gleaming in the light. <laughs> he's smiling so much. I. <laughs> <laughs> perfect white teeth. It's perfect. Buffy's leaning against the wall, <laughs> and then she's Crap. like, and you just see like a Cheshire smile. <laughs> <laughs> this show would be so weird. <laughs> That's very clearly a decal. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a sticker. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think he is talking about his ecstasy at her grief. But also there is something cathartic in fully allowing yourself to grieve. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe there's also kind of touching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Which I think Buffy resists a lot of the time, yeah. resisting that mm-hmm. grief, which she obviously uses as fuel. Right, right. Uh, where other characters, like Willow, I think, expresses herself when she's feeling grief. Mm-hmm. But then she's strong at the end when she needs to be, you know, to fill mm-hmm. in for that class. But right. Yeah. She doesn't give, I don't think, I think Buffy may be not giving Angel, maybe yeah. I'm reading too much into it, but maybe she's not giving him even that mm-hmm. right, by trying right. to hold it in a little bit. Right. Yeah. Well, and then we have, uh, we have, Giles mm-hmm. is he's ready to murder. He's a ripper. Yeah. He's ready he's to go. Ripper. He's back to. He's gone he's, to rip. He's gone full ripper. Yeah. And Xander and everybody's in the library being like, "Oh, we gotta go get Giles." But Xander's like, "Nope, he's gonna murder him, and that's a good thing." Okay, I was confused. <laughs> hey, and he's like, "Oh, and by the way, I need to get some serious credit for not saying I told you so until now." Fuck yeah, you, Jenny Calder just fuck died. You, fuck, <laughs> you. fuck you. Fuck you. This is the worst time to say I told yeah. you so. So keep holding your tongue. Yeah, jerk. Sorry. Sorry. And he Xander. does it and he does it in a very like like I'm a hero that's holding it together way, yeah. but it just like he thinks he's the protagonist of the story. Of he course he not. does. I mean, we yeah, no. And okay, I couldn't tell if this was a joke or not, but when they were like I thought he had weapons at the library. And Xander's like those are his everyday weapons. He was doing a ch- uh, China Do joke you think- like you keep the good china in the cabinet yeah, for guests. Yeah. Yeah, he was poorly. so he was joking, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell if he, he was, was joking, joking but I think he did mean that the we- the best the best weapons, weapons are at his house in his trunk, in which, his trunk, which is a torch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! When he keeps beating the shit out of Angel with a torch, I was like, "Where, where are these good weapons, man? Yeah, this is your best weapon." 
<laughs> well, especially because his actual best weapon is like dark magic spells. Yeah. Right. Like, he, right. Come on. You can make Angel fall in love with him. Just call up Amy. Yeah. Oh my God. Call up Amy. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that would be, <laughs> that would be, that would be so. <laughs> if he's like. <laughs> I'm sure there's fan fiction. Yeah, I'm sure. Jenny Callan has just died. <laughs> I'm very sad, but we need to make Angel fall in love with me. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> well, it would be like the biggest mind fuck, right? Yeah. No, yeah. And then Buffy's like sort of jealous. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, no, we're torturing him. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all in the name of torture. Oh, my God. God, there is fanfic out there for that show. Oh, 100%. Sure. Absolutely. And, yeah. Giles Angel fanfic, yeah. Just look up A slash G. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... Well, and you're doing yeah. doing the no, hashtag keyword search. Yeah, because well, then on my, on you, my side. Hold on, <laughs> wouldn't you find Angel Giles fanfiction if you did that, and not Angelus Giles fanfiction? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. You probably have Different. to write Angelus Giles fanfic, and then you should probably specify like the trope, right? So it's like spells, <laughs> like magic non-con. spell, <laughs> <laughs> dumb <one. laughs> Oh, jeez, Louise! Oh my goodness! I think yeah. we just uh, revealed a bit to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we know when I look like, up Angelus Giles, the sites are well organized. Yeah, they They're are very well organized. They are. Um, we also didn't mention how Spike is an interesting uh, uh, part of this because mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's really annoyed. Yeah, when Angel yeah. dropped this whole thing. Yeah, he's well, jealous, right? Yeah. Well, he yeah. wants Angel to get the job done, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really understand why he's not getting it done. He also. His relationship with Drew in this episode is also interesting because she's she brings him a present. Like we mm-hmm. haven't seen her really do. We just for talked him about before. that. Yeah. Like she she brings him a and it's a very cute puppy, a little pup. <laughs> yeah, she just she carries around all episode. <laughs> well, Juliet Landau's like, look, I'm gonna carry this dog around the whole episode. Like Juliet, you can't. No, I'm bringing no, the, the puppy. Do- the dog's gonna be here. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> Which is extra creepy because they brought up how Angelus nailed a puppy to yes. a door. So yeah, I mean, I remembered correctly, but I'm like, this puppy better not end up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah. It wasn't just in her clutches. <laughs> I mean, it in got her eaten, very muscly it arms got eaten after. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. That happened off screen. Um, <laughs> and also, there's the very strong implications. Are Angelus and Drew like they're fucking? Okay. For At sure. least they did. They did. Well, are you think now? He says they are now. Angelus says something like, "I'm taking care of thing. I'm taking care of Drew in ways you can't." Right. Or he's now. like, "If you need me to do anything that you can't take care of." Any specific And he's task. like, I already oh. am doing yeah. some things. I think he's fucking her. Wow. Or at least, like, well, he's at least killing with her, right? Yeah, that's and then, because they, that stuff is so intertwined with them that I wasn't sure. I think sure. they're for sure fucking. Uh, but it's either way, it's enough to emasculate Spike. And Spike, yes. And because of this, he's kind of withdrawing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think he's kind of had a chance to take a step back and, like, kind of see exactly what's going on with Angel and Drew mm-hmm. or Angelus and Drew. And I think that's interesting that he's having a chance to kind of see it from the outside rather yeah. than when he's like in her thrall um, because he does fall under Drew's thrall quite easily. Yeah. But he is very grumpy. He's very <laughs> grumpy. grumpy. He's very grumpy. He he's, won't eat. He's the he Xander of the bad guys. Yeah. Yes. He's oh, the Xander of the bad guys. Totally the Xander. He's always like, my, my angel, you're so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a joke. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's got like foundation on his lips so that they're very white 
Barry's so pale. Well, and also the girl he's into is into Angel. Yeah. Or Angelus, oh, is Oh, he yep. is Xander. She's totally the Xander. Totally Xander. Yeah. We gotta get a Xander Spike spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have mentioned this before. It totally plays into that character of him wanting to be needed, and he couldn't be. He, yeah. he he's not needed at Unnecessary. all. It's true. By anybody, Mm-mm. he's just kind of sitting there. He's like tinsel on a Christmas tree. Is that? <laughs> I like that. that. Makes sense. He just is on there. Yeah. You don't need it, right? You can it's take it off. You want to... <laughs> or lights or lights? It's just tinsel. Great, yeah. great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or he's like a pine uh, candle next to a Christmas tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He um, he also is so angelus. Both Angelus and Buffy are like giving into their like passions in this episode. And Spike is very much outside of that. Like mm-hmm. he's he's actually frustrated with Angel for being sucked into that in yeah. the same way that Giles is kind of like Buffy, you can't like I did think it was weird that he used the word passion when talking to Buffy cuz he I, I think he should have just been I don't know. It seemed like it would be more natural for him to say like you're too emotionally invested or like you're too it just felt like they wanted to drop the, the, word, the passion. word passion. Right, right. But it's true. Like they both – so they both are – Angel and Buffy are both like letting their passions take mm-hmm. the reins. And the outside people are kind of like, hey, you need to right. calm down. Well, and that. honestly, Giles does the same. As soon as Giles is inflamed, oh. Oh, he he's, follows He his. gets some flames yeah. and – Literally. Hits <laughs> that was so funny. He just keeps hitting him. And that him. fight was probably the best use of the factory so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The different – her climbing the thing. Oh, that was kind of cool. Where she, yeah. It reminded that me of, shot where she goes up the boxes. Yeah. That's yeah, that very cool. Yeah. It was really cool. And it also weirdly reminded me of the Universal Studios stage show of Waterworld. <laughs> 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 where it's like someone like jumping up on. <laughs> it's not water-based? Waterworld? <laughs> the Liberty. It is, it is water-based. I've never seen the, oh, okay. that stage show. It's water-based. I don't think it's still running. I... I don't know. I feel like maybe it is. It was running like eight years ago. Okay. That was I the last know. time I was there. <laughs> the last time I saw a stage show at Universal, and I'm talking Hollywood. Yeah, that's I what I'm talking about. I have not done as much of the Orlando. Trip. I have not done any Orlando. They were doing the Fast. Fast Cars. Mm. Fast. Fast yeah. Furious. Fast and Furious. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I don't know. But I just remember, okay, so it's like a big pool, and they have like various floating things, but also lots of like like boxes piled up on top of each other mm-hmm. and then like these big like telephone pole type things that people go on top of. Okay. And there's a lot of like running up the boxes to like jump onto the pole. Right. Is there anybody drinking their own pee? No, not in the stage show. <laughs> I think you'll only see that in the film at a, the film version. <laughs> that was when I was like, I don't think this movie's for me. <laughs> I was like a kid. When he like puts watch it me in that contraption like, and gets no. marbles out. Yeah, I was like, like nope. whoa, you got stones, buddy. Like you don't. I was super excited for that movie. But it, I, I went to like uh, the Chicago Comic Con at the time mm-hmm. and it was being pushed huge. I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. Yeah. Swimming. People yeah. have gills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I barely remember any of it now. I just, I remember like parts of it. Like yeah. I remember him like making the little girl eat raw fish. Yep. And I remember him with the pee. And then I remember at the end, there were horses. <laughs> They're like, we found dry land. They're wild. That's right. Horses. Yeah. I remember that. And the horses also, are all running. 
And maybe I'm misremembering, but I also feel like I remember everyone was weirdly dirty. Yeah, they're yes. dirty in Waterworld. Like, right. You don't yeah. have to be dusty in Waterworld ever. <laughs> in fact, it's a impossibility. I don't know how you're so dusty. Stop being so You know dusty. what they might be? They might be dry from the salt. Like, you know when you have oh, dry sure. skin from the salt? It doesn't look like dust. <laughs> or maybe they, they can't touch the water. Maybe they're, maybe they're staying out of the water too much. Yeah. Oh, know. maybe they, they need to take a dip. <laughs> I bet that all of these things are explained explicitly in the movie, <laughs> and we've all seen it and forgotten it. And well, if you have questions, the show is still up. It's still listed on I their told site. You! Experience a tidal wave of explosive action at Waterworld, Universal Studios' number one rated show. There it is. Told Whoa. you guys. All right. Well, then let's. We go. should do it because we also. This is again not <laughs> podcast talk, but. We should also go to the Harry Potter world. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah. Okay. okay so. You should do the, uh, I think it's in the, your next two is the swim one. Yes. You yeah. should do a Hellmouthy live at the Waterworld <laughs> in honor of. in live from Waterworld, Hollywood. There's just a lot of like fake gun gunshots. I'm like. And at one point, the show is crazy. They throw a plane. They like trebuchet a plane over the back. Wow. Okay. Wall, no, and I, it lands in the water. Now that I, I really was dismissive at first. No, but I, my heart is turned. <laughs> you know, yeah. Your description, knowing it's the number one attraction. It's the number one attraction. It's still running. Still running. Their, their, their dialogue audio is <laughs> way too loud. It's louder than the gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh yeah. I think it's pretty sparsely attended, so you can get like right. some pretty good. Some pretty, seats. Some pretty choice <laughs> seats. Splash zone. <laughs> water world. No, no, they just have these like water cannons that they shoot at the audience. But where's that water from? Also, um, there's a drought. I'm starting to rethink this. <laughs> I'm sure there's a water world fandom out there, like oh, fi- yeah. slash fiction. And I'm sure it's a very like angry fandom. <laughs> That's like they are any- passionate. Yeah, they're passionate. <laughs> like Avatar water world crossovers. Oh yeah. Oh, with some yeah. deviant art. Uh, the oh, company of the yeah, uh, yeah. stories, right? Yeah. Like, someone sticking their tail thing into someone else's gills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The visual of you wiggling your butt. On that. <laughs> Get the tail out. <laughs> Let me stick my tail in your gills. The person's like, I can't I breathe. <laughs> And in that moment, I realized our two species <laughs> could meet together. That's how they connect. Some called it taboo. Others <laughs> called it passion. Oh. <laughs> Will you draw that for me, please? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it super. Drawer. I'll do it super in detail for like a quarter of the picture. The rest of it will just be like right, I'll light tell sketches. You which quarter? I want. Details. You want the intersection of gill and tail? <laughs> Ew. Okay. God, I was worried we were going to be crying <laughs> for these two hours. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Uh, we're handling it like a Buffy. Yeah, Push like a Buffy. Push it down. Um, Friends. <laughs> um, so what exactly do they have there? Like, do they have, because you know how in Orlando they have, like, Diagon Alley, they have... I think they, um, they have that. They have the castle. Hogwarts. There's... Um, is there because you know how they have what's that place they go to on weekends Hogsmeade do they have yeah, that there's Hogsmeade here? so they went pretty uh, big sure. straight out the gate yeah I think there's- Daniel Radcliffe has a loft apartment stop it <laughs> stop it <laughs> he's I like really- in a glass loft apartment just like 
Oh, hi. <laughs> Living his life. <laughs> That's one of the rides. You just like the tram. <laughs> you, go, you go through his apartment. He just waves. Hi. <laughs> just oh, reading. Hello. <laughs> you want a Buffy rewatch? <laughs> that would be amazing. I think Harry would like Buffy. Harry would, for oh, sure. I think they're all into Buffy. I think Hermione would be a secret Buffy person. Right. She'd think it'd she be... wouldn't tell people, but mm-hmm. she would secretly watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, under her blankets. I don't know how you secretly watch something. It's like a huge yeah. TV. Or like she watches with her dentist parents. Yeah. Back when they knew she was. Aww, but oh. she reversed it. Okay. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I don't think it's in can- I think that it, they don't mention it. Oh, really? But I think, yes. I think it's, a, you could assume that after the war, she went back to her parents. Yeah. But I don't think they explicitly, like, I don't think the oh, that flash forward. I don't think the epilogue. That, that epilogue is so. Well, I wish I had never uh, read it. I wish it I never wish, happened. I know. I wish, I wish it was it like happened. if you were if you were under twelve when that when book seven came out, they would hand you the epilogue because you probably needed it and wanted it. Sure, right. But if you were an adult or even a teenager, no, yeah, I didn't need it. I did not want it. Maybe there's a little warning if you're over the age of. <laughs> you can skip this part. Yeah, yeah you don't just skip this part. This part. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone marries who they dated when they were seventeen, <laughs> and no. that's okay. It, oh God. No. And if they did, there's a divorce rate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they could be separated at the end. What if the epilogue was just like uh, a custody battle? Between who? <laughs> Between Hermione and Ron. Yeah, just a those court two, case. I don't think yeah, those two are going to make it. It's a contentious court case. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right. Because um, well, you know Ginny's cheated, too. Oh, Ginny is... That puss has walked around town. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, Outlander is affecting me. It makes me only Wait, talk about are you puss. Still- <laughs> That's Outlander's are done that Are you caught up? I'm no. Still- okay. I'm not caught up. It's How just- many episodes have you watched? Um, Like eight, eight, eight. Okay. I think we might be in the same place. Yeah. I'm right after. We've talked about this. I'm right after when he. I'm a little bit after when um, You've seen- fake Ben Kingsley goes crazy and like hits everyone with a stick. Okay. <laughs> I only watched season one, but then my free preview. <laughs> it's a it's a good show. It is. It's a lot like a reading a romance novel sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, as it as the as books it was. are right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so now we're so uh, Giles and Buffy crying, right? Oh, uh, okay. So all right. So Buffy <laughs> has a big fight with Angel. She has to choose between killing Angel, saving Giles' life. She makes the right call. Mm-hmm. She saves Giles. They go outside. Break down crying each other's arms. That oh, oh. I was uh, I got real misty during that. Yeah, part. I got misty too. It was a tough. I just yeah. wrote bees hug with G. Period. Because she understands where he is. Yeah, she gets it. A lot of times, they're the only ones who get each other, mm-hmm. and they're the most strong. Quote strong yeah. uh, amongst their crew. Like yeah. I don't hardly ever see Giles react that way, and they both yeah are comfortable. I guess with each other. To, yeah, yeah. To just let it go mm-hmm. yeah they at least giles buffy maybe around willow but like they would not have at this point in their lives re, uh broken down so much in front of the other scoobies mm-hmm. yeah but but they can have that with each other and then the, they're the two people at the grave at the end yeah, yeah. at jenny calendar's dateless wordless grave yeah jennifer calendar Sorry, jennifer, jennifer it does calendar. say it does. It does, yeah it's true do you think that was just like artistic license on behalf of the tombstone engraver? Like, I thought her I name was know. just, it's Yana, so it's just Jenny, right? But would you, 
I don't know how many people write Jenny on. Like, I'm sure her driver's license said Jennifer calendar. Yeah, her faked credentials by yeah. say Jennifer, Jennifer. Calendar, calendar. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I thought there would be a quote. Oh, of some kind. Yeah. Like. Sometimes you gotta lie your whole life. <laughs> say something that's... terrible like "gonna make you squirm." Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should have been. Done. Just the quotes. Gonna make you squirm. <laughs> um, or I'll squirm you in the afterlife. <laughs> I'll squirm you. <laughs> um, and also in that moment when Buffy like so heartfeltly apologizes mm-hmm. to Giles, mm-hmm. you know, is just saying like "I'm sorry," yeah, and that was so heartbreaking too. And him not saying anything because he mm-hmm. can't. I mean, what's he going to say? Like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a really fucking sad episode. Yeah. Really good. There, There is a moment, though, he says, like, I've buried too many people. Mm-hmm. This is the first one I loved. When I first heard it, I thought he said, I've buried two people. And I was like, are these slayers? And I was like, and you didn't love them? And I really got mad. And yeah. I, was like, I, I thought it was a slayer thing. And so rewind. And he just said he buried too many people, which doesn't mean he didn't love his slayers in the no, past. But maybe, I was really like, I really had to collect myself. Well, for a second, it like I projected it to him saying that he doesn't love Buffy for some yep. reason. And I was like, what the fuck? But then I was like, okay, let's pump the brakes. And, okay, and he never buried Buffy. No, he never buried her. If he had had to, it would have broke his heart. Oh, what when, a diss. If he if they like buried her and she came oh, out. Oh, wait, and but then he, he kind was, of like, did bury her when she was a vampire mm-hmm. in that one episode. Is he saying... He never loved Buffy. He's like, this is including that weird dream I had <laughs> that one time. I don't love you. Remember when my nightmare came true and you were a vampire? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, he loves Buffy. We know it. No, but it was just a weird, it was a weird, it was a weird phrase. Like yeah. I didn't, I mean, I, but it is, Jenny is special to him in a way that like, um, not to be super spoilery, but he doesn't ha- he's not a man with many loves of his life. I always thought that was a watcher thing, Mm -hmm. not that they're monks or anything, Mm -hmm. but that they, much like Slayers, can't really have uh, a romantic life for this very reason. Yeah, totally. And priorities, right? Like, he could never, he could never have children. Right. right? No. Because nothing can be more important than Buffy. Right. Or uh, the Slay. The Slayer. The Slayer. Yeah, I agree. Um, So we go from that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. To Killed by Death. Killed by Death. (laughs) Huh. Um, I have thoughts about this episode. Oh, I don't like it. Wow. I don't like it. Okay. Well, okay, there are a couple things I don't like. One is like this sudden like fear that Buffy has of hospitals, which mm-hmm. I guess like. But like her mom was in a hospital before and it wasn't yeah. a thing. So it's like it felt like a very um, like. Whenever, whenever writers give like a main character like a phobia or yeah. something that like has never been an issue before, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's I'm like, oh, did you guys just have this idea that like death is killing people with fevers? So yeah, I don't know. I think having the idea that Buffy, even before she was the Slayer, saw like would love to play superhero games and hero mm-hmm. games, and had this big loss when she was eight, where she. Didn't not just that she saw her her cousin die, which is what her mom thinks happened, mm-hmm. but that she literally watched her cousin get murdered and couldn't do anything, was helpless. Mm-hmm. I feel like that does give us some insight into Buffy, separate from being a slayer, of what, yeah, of the kind of person she is. I do think t- calling it a hospital phobia from jump, like I wish they had just said being around sick kids makes her uncomfortable. That would have right. made you more know, sense. like yeah, 
because I mean, not that people, a lot of people are comfortable around sick kids. Probably, yeah, bums everyone out. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you know I mean? like, probably a generally you know, like sad topic. <laughs> Let's get it's ice cream and go yeah. to the kids' <laughs> cancer ward. Like, but no, yeah, I, I, I liked seeing that like Buffy had the heroic qualities before mm-hmm. she I mean but she was always fated to be a slayer right so like that's kind of weird but she didn't have the the, the skills that she right. has now so well, she was just good at picking up pillows <laughs> and it <laughs> like, is a little bit of a like a retroactive continuity thing and we yeah. are pretty far in the second season and she's never mentioned Celia <laughs> but I like the idea that she, there were things she couldn't she couldn't protect someone when she was a child because she right. didn't have the skills and now she has the skills and all she does is protect people like, I like that arc. It's almost like an episode of Lost where mm. you'll see those flashbacks. Mm, I didn't watch and Lost. And infor- it informs what someone's doing in the present. Okay. Which is interesting because this were Kendra. Yeah. She would already be on the Slayer path at eight, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, she was trained from yeah. a young age. I mean, that's not really explored too much, but mm-hmm. no, yeah. Buffy, as she is now, can handle this thing. But obviously, mm-hmm. when she was playing with Celia, she no. was just, she had no idea. Right. And that would be really traumatic. Oh, oh totally. God. Yes. The scene where Celia is screaming. And I had to turn down the volume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really oh, my God. Yeah, so loud. <laughs> and, yeah, and upsetting because it's this little girl. And you're screaming. And when you know she's going to die, yeah. that's, we've already talked about it. And yeah, it's, um, yeah, that was a really, it was a tough scene. So I, I don't, I like getting that insight into child Buffy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that when she's hysterical. Or hysterical, she talks about vampires, and her mom hears it, and her mom doesn't really react like, yeah, like that's crazy. I think her mom's heard it before. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, Buffy must have dreams, yeah. like screaming from the bedroom. Oh, she's always like, oh, when she goes again, yelling about vampires. Yeah, God. Oh, I wonder if it's a metaphor or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably that boy she was dating. Yeah, <laughs> boy that took her V card. <laughs> The, but it's okay. He was her first and her only. Her first so and don't only. Worry about it. First <laughs> and only. Totally cool. <laughs> I know. It was so funny how. I mean, but it was it was a great scene, and I know we already talked about it. But the way Sarah Michelle Gellar delivers that line, which is like, "He was my first and only." Like, yeah. Like, mom. Not only was he the first person I had sex with, but I'm not a slut. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, what? Stop it. <laughs> and when um when Joyce is like, "Have there been any more?" Never mind. I don't want to know. I was like. Well, we should talk about safe sex, though. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not close all the doors completely. Like, she just seemed really like, huh. Yeah, well, it's, it is weird to be like, oh, don't talk to me about your sexual partners. But I'm also not going to talk to you about birth control. Yeah. Like, well, come on, Joyce. Yeah. You can't do both. You yeah, can't you not to... know anything <laughs> and not be helpful. Like, come on. Uh, um. Oh, so I had some thoughts about, I know we've talked about Joyce, like, being willfully ignorant for a lot of things. Yeah. But... We know that the things between Giles and Buffy are non-sexual. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, if my 17-year-old daughter had the flu and yeah. was brought to the hospital and her librarian, school librarian was there, her male school librarian was there all the time, yeah, I would be like – you are too present. What is happening? Like, yeah. you're not this I, nice. I feel like Buffy probably should have invented a club. Yeah. Like, they were in forensics. Yeah. Or, like, some reason. Because yeah. I feel like I had coaches that were, I mean, they didn't show up at the hospital with me in the middle of the night. But, like, yeah. I feel like 
it's not crazy that she spends this much time with a male role model. But yeah, give no, if give Joyce a reason. Give her, like, give her something. Yeah. I feel like maybe Joy and I maybe I'm projecting, but maybe Joyce recognizes her and Buffy don't connect. Mm-hmm. But her Buffy and this man Giles are connecting. Like she is yeah. willfully ignorant, but I also think she's aware of a much more than she admits to herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think she knows there's a connection that she that Buffy trusts Giles in a way that maybe she doesn't feel right. She gets that trust from her daughter. Yeah. So I, you probably have issue with that scene where they talk, and I thought it was actually her acknowledging, I recognize uh, you're this person in her life that yeah. I'm not. Yeah. But it could be creepy. I totally... I just... Well, I am it. just always wary of, like, men. an older... Men. <laughs> of, like, an older man taking a teenage girl under his wing with no, like, context. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, like, you know, he's the, uh, you know teacher supervisor of the forensics club or whatever it's just like this man keeps showing up i would just want to know why like that and but i mean this is kind of in tune with a lot of what joyce does or Mm -hmm. it's like she doesn't need to know why yeah she's just happy that he's connecting with her daughter okay also did you kind of feel and i'm gonna reveal another ship that i have which is joyce giles oh yeah i think they're really cute together but i feel like they were sort of dipping a toe no they were they were in that scene when they're talking about jenny and she's like you know saying i'm sorry yeah and giving her condolences like i was like oh i mean i know how much we get of that in the future but i was like okay no yeah i liked because she was kind of like i'm really sorry to hear about jenny but like if If you you ever need (laughs) if ever like in the middle of the night um after you drop buffy off you want to like have coffee. Yeah. I mean, if you think it's about it, Senka. her last relationship was with a robot. Yeah. <laughs> so she has a high threshold of <laughs> something better. Yeah. Things could go up. Things yeah. could stand to go up. And there's a guy that her daughter, who is very closed off to the world, yes. seems to trust. Oh, hey, she's got that covered. Because remember, that was a big problem with Ted. Like, not only yeah. that he was a murderous robot, but because <laughs> Buffy he, hated him. Buffy hated him. Absolutely. So this is check. Already yeah. done. Right. And Buffy's he's into it. He's handsome. Ugh. British. 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 He wears a lot of tweed. He's he's got a job with the state. Uh-huh. <laughs> or the county, I guess. He gets summers off, guys. Right. Lots of vacay. Like oh, yeah. lots of vacay. He's, he's got a flexible schedule, obviously. He's wherever he wants all the time. And a team of teens and that follow team. him around. <laughs> When he washes his hands, he also washes his forehead. He washes <laughs> up to his bicep. He's a very clean man. <laughs> no, I feel like he's the most eligible bachelor we've had. Did he remove his like, tattoo? Uh, we don't see. We don't ever talk about it again. I don't think. So Ethan Rain removes his. Yeah. Buffy removes hers. Giles is like, I'm keeping this. Yeah, he's going to keep it on his bicep. Yeah, I think he he's, a little, he's a little moody. Yeah, yeah. he's moody. He is moody. <laughs> Um, speaking of moody or bitchy, I don't know. Uh, at the beginning, Cordelia has, and they talk about it explicitly, her tact problems. But she has, she's trying to be comforting or nice. And she says to Buffy, we're all concerned about how gross you look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and from her, like, that's honest concern. Yeah. Yeah. But also the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but she does say a concern, right? Yeah. A concerned about yeah. how gross yeah. you look instead of you look gross. Right. Yeah. No, she's so like, she, all, she feels worried. it's a huge yeah. jump. Yeah. It's a huge And also forward. when she like in her way of trying to be comforting yeah. and saying like I understand what you're thinking about, she's just like, oh, is this because like you saw your cousin die in the hospital <laughs> and like you're stressed out about that? <laughs> which so I was like reminding you of your childhood trauma. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, 
maybe it didn't need to be said in that way, but that did need to be said. Mm-hmm. Like, just from their standpoint. Because yeah, she's very I do sick think and delirious. Sometimes Xander and Willow get treat Buffy with almost too much kid gloves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, they don't press with her or they don't make her deal with things that she doesn't want to deal with. And so in some ways, it's good that Cordelia is to be like, yeah, let's talk about the thing that we're all thinking about. Like, what's the point of pussyfooting around? Right. Um, but Giles is over it. Yeah. <laughs> Giles has no, no more patience for her lack of tact. I loved their research session together. Her yeah, it's and so Giles, great. Cordelia and Giles. Yeah. What's this do? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I liked their time together. Although it was, a, I mean, we've talked, you've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's convenient that the demon, again, is on the cover. Yeah, <laughs> on the cover of a book. There's a lot of demon covers. Yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe we shouldn't be opening these books. You yeah. should just like lay them out <laughs> yeah. and then just pick which one it is. Maybe they, yeah, they should turn all the books yeah. around. Oh, why like are they display. showing the spine? Show the cover. That way they can easily That'd figure it out. Um, also... Okay, did you guys notice the uh, – I, I feel like this line was 80-yard, but it's like when these two, like, surgeon guys are mm-hmm. coming out of the elevator and they're pushing this, like, body underneath a sheet. And one of them is just like, man, I hate it when you lose the young ones. And the way he says it, I was like, oh, like, maybe be a little bit more sad about that. He's just like, oh, man, it's like, I hate it when it's foggy and I hate when we lose the young ones. <laughs> They're so little with their organs. Yeah. So there's like, and the other guy just... doesn't say anything. And they just go <laughs> walk away. Maybe he was silently judging the first guy. And he's probably Maybe like, he's like oh, I cannot freaking stand this guy. guy. I hate this shit. I hate shit. this shit. Uh, and that might be authentic for some people in that yeah. world. But it is. I, and I know they're trying to get across that kids are dying. Yes. But maybe there's a little, maybe a little adjustment to that line. Yeah. Of, yeah. Oh, another one. Another young kid. I don't know. Yeah. Or no, yeah, even the they, same words like, man. I hate it when the kids die. Right. Yeah, or like, yeah, just show like, emotion. Right. Yeah, or just like yeah, like, oh, I hate when lunch is late. <laughs> yeah, like he just sounded like mildly inconvenienced <laughs> at this child's death. Right, like and also, the body was so yeah, big; it was oh not God. a kid. It was an adult person. When under the young ones like, die, you got to talk to their parents. Ugh. Annoying sauce. So much better when they're like adult indigents. And <laughs> but then again, working in the morgue is probably annoying because yeah. bodies hop out. As we know, uh, yes, so, he's hopping out. They're like, I don't, I don't want this kid to come to life. Oh yeah, because yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> Have to like murder a little kid who's been dead. You know what? <laughs> like, I know we talked kid. about how Buffy would never do this. Like Buffy doesn't like desecrating oh, bodies. No. But if I were in Sunnydale, I would uh-huh. make it my task to desecrate every dead body. To make sure that it does not rise. Well, like, like we I would cut about, off all the heads sure. or I would burn them all. I think burning them all is the answer. I yeah. think that you Funeral should go. Pile. Yeah, you go to the morgue because no one's really investigating these deaths. Only right. Buffy. So I feel like once you're dead, you go straight into the incinerator. That's it. Done. Well, did you? You don't need that body anymore. I don't know if you guys talked about it in the. Um, I think it's School Hard mm-hmm. where Snyder and everyone leaves and he's like PCP, PCP. Yeah. And then he has a quick line to a, a police a police officer mm-hmm. and says, "I had to tell him it was PCP." So mm-hmm. I wonder if there is a subtle, and, I, and I'm purposely not talking about the future yeah. here, but is there maybe a group of people oh. in charge of the city who do know everything mm-hmm. that's going on, and they're and they're not even willfully ignoring it, but like purposely yeah. pretending with the, everyone else that it's not a real thing going on. And maybe also... Like that makes total sense. I feel like that mm-hmm. does yeah. fit into the world, and is great for um, for our sitcom that we're going to write <laughs> about the, the cops. Right. So, like, I'm so glad you brought that up. Right. We're going to yeah. make sure we have a pilot. Yeah. Oh God, we'll have Armin so Shimmer in guest star. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> he 
he gets like the Anthony Stewart head spot. It's right. like with <laughs> He's just shaking his head in the opening credits, like <laughs> <laughs> Um I oh and and actually, yeah, like I'm wondering if maybe it's um you know, you mentioned like they're uh not only willfully ignorant, but like kind of hiding it. But also there is like this general theme of um balance in Buffy mm-hmm. and like the balance of like good and evil forces. So maybe like in the Hellmouth there are supposed to be more vampires. So there might be a thing where there's like, nah, we just like, you know, let let whatever's gonna happen happen. Like these if they're gonna rise, they're gonna rise. And, like yeah. it'll be dealt with. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think that's why it was so easy for Giles to just be questioned and that was it? Yeah, they were yeah. just like all right, just like t- you were at CBS, right? <laughs> so it's uh like the X Files, which you've brought up before. Yes. Maybe there's like a whole like division like ugh another one all right yeah it's just a guy that's been relegated to the basement that's doing this <laughs> and there's some tough broad who's yeah. like nah there's no monsters <laughs> who's in the pilot of our show right yes <laughs> oh my god i believe in science <laughs> i like that she's talking like this yeah. <laughs> very right. interesting pilot so so far the pilot is <laughs> Run down a, the poli- yeah. a police procedural uh-huh. right right that could be described as a funny X Files <laughs> sure. set in Sunnydale, in Sunnydale, right? With Armin Shimmerman yeah. as the like, he's like, the guest with or yeah. the, the, and, yeah. the anchor yeah. of the right. cast. Yeah. Um, he's like the coveted. Oh, and it's a sitcom. It's also yeah. sitcom. A multi-camera, <laughs> right? Yeah. Half hour. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Like, are we talking TGAF kind of sitcom or like yeah. more modern, like yeah, New like, Girl? No. Where it's no, like, I'm thinking classic TGIF. step by step kind of. Yeah. Right. And on like, live and audience. Duffy is the older police guy, for sure. <laughs> it's and all in universe. Yeah. 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 Oh. oh, my God. So, yeah, we're going to green light that. <laughs> Guys, I think it's ready. Um, also, okay, Buffy's flu. What is that? Is she have, like, meningitis what? or something? I mean, it feels like it has to be more what than just the that? flu. I mean, people get the flu and have to go to the hospital. But, like, the yeah, Slayer? Hmm. I mean, I do think I mean, that- she did work herself pretty hard. I think that's what it is. I think, you know how if you get sick and you like don't take care of yourself and you're like, your boyfriend's evil, so you're fighting him. Yeah, yeah. And, then <laughs> and killed uh, yeah. your, your watcher's girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, like, asking for, asking for a friend. <laughs> right, and your, <laughs> and your friends, like, are able to, like, channel their grief into, like, actual emotion, <laughs> but you have to, like, stick it all down. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so when that kind of stuff happens, you, you're liable to get the flu. Yeah. She's, she's burning the candle. <laughs> I had a lot of questions about the science of this episode. Specifically, okay. you sound very uh, cynical right now. Like I, you're, you're, I don't think you I had a lot of questions about the science of this episode. <laughs> Is that the lady in that's our the show? Downstairs, right, yeah. In the basement, yeah. Um, like I. So that's the Don uh, Knotts, like Mr. <laughs> Furley character. <Yes. laughs> but she's a beautiful redhead. <laughs> she's gorgeous. She doesn't age. Um. I, okay, just with the whole, like, okay, the doctor's doing this, like, experimental yes. procedure, which basically just is, like, inducing more of a fever. It's sort of a flu shot, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it's... But it just, h- how? It just raises the uh, the patient's uh, temperature, temperature. Mm-hmm. To, to hopefully the body's uh, immune system will kill whatever thing right. they have okay. going on. So It's it, terrible. Like, it, it like throws terrible. like these spurs the yeah it kicks the, the the flu into overdrive so that it can be fought right why uh, so your body you're letting the a person's body beat it instead of an outside drug so they're 
kicking up your body's uh, reaction. So they're bringing you closer to death <laughs> so that your body is in like fight or flight. Yes. And sure. then you, okay. But I mean, I think that as much as they're like, oh, he was trying to help, which he was trying to help. He wasn't trying to murder them. But it an is unsanctioned. Question- yes, it's yeah, unquestioned. Absolutely. It's questionable science for sure. Yes. It's not, it's not a good way to be a doctor. But that's why he got fired from all those other places. And they're all hush hush, remember? And then yeah. they're looking through the little window and he's like, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, and the woman's like, I don't know. These <laughs> kids look pretty bad. He's like, I got it. <laughs> Trust me. Um Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think about Cordy and that security guard? Like, uh security guard, did you recognize him? He's in everything. He's in he's uh what's his name? Stanford or from yeah, Sex in the City. City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was my first What else is he in? He's in a lot. He was in White Collar, which I don't watch that much, no, but he was I a character that. on that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he gets yeah. a lot of work. Yeah, he's <laughs> Well, so he um this was his is break. His smug security guard <laughs> right. in this. Um I was pretty grossed out by <laughs> Cordelia like touching his badge a lot i thought it was the best acting not charisma carpenter that cordelia has ever done oh yes. she's mm-hmm. usually horrible at pretending she's usually like so like, what am i a soldier now yeah like no like she was acting her little butt off and yeah. i was like good for you cordelia because i think this is something you can offer the team you <laughs> also the actress i think it was a big spur to like cordy and xander's sex life you think they, you they think role this play is when they put it in I just think that he was probably like, <laughs> I think he was probably like, like, you know, cuckolding. Sure. Do you sure. Guys- no, that's a, tr- we could just say cuckolding. Okay. Okay. I think that's a thing. I don't have to link it is. to. That's biblical time stuff. Yeah. You can yeah. look that up. <laughs> People think cuckolding since before books and lived. Okay. It's a thing. Pre Gutenberg. All right. <laughs> you didn't need a printing press. Okay. So like they watch you know, that's like someone else. Okay, so it was cuckolding. I yeah. sure. like like Xander was like, oh man, like I'm mad, but also I'm reminded about how much I like am attracted yes. to you. I think that's true, but it wasn't intentional. They didn't go into it thinking that. Well, Cord, doesn't she call him? Is it uh, Xander yeah. out on it? Like, yeah, oh, she, you love Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's kind of not revenge, but kind of like, oh, well, how do you yeah. like it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come say come sa. Is that a thing? <laughs> What's that? What is that? I think that's so so in French. Okay, yeah, okay, no. Yeah, it means no. a little bit like like this, like that. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. That's yeah. not what I meant. Tit for tat. Or, tit for tat. Or tit tete a tete. No. Tet a tet. Tomato and mono. Tomato tomato. Okay. Yikes, guys. Also, did you guys notice how close together Xander and Angel were standing when they were having their manly standoff? Oh, yeah. Their yeah. noses were, like, touching. <laughs> well, Xander like, like, is... yell screaming yeah, at each Xander other. Xander is filled with righteous fury. Yeah. He's not... He's done. Like, I think that when he was jealous of Buffy's boyfriend in the first season, he he banked some of that. Like, he mm-hmm. would control it. But now he has no reason to. Like, mm-hmm. he called it, this guy is evil. This guy needs to be gone. If Xander had the power to murder him, he would have murdered him already. Like, he's... yeah. And now he he's takes done. satisfaction in his fury, too, because it's like he's right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things where, like, you know, when you're in a bad mood, it's not totally the same. But, like, when you're in a bad mood and you're mad and you're, like, looking for things to go wrong so you can yeah. keep being mad. It's kind of like that where he's like, oh, well, fucking angel's evil. Like, I knew it. And he's all He pissed. didn't even bring balloons. Yeah. And call them flowers. <laughs> huh? Which, what was that? I love that. Was that, that cr- like. No. Was that in the script? 
Do you think he I like? Think so. Improvised that, that he brought fla- brought balloons and said, "I brought you flowers." That is such a weird thing yeah. to say. Yeah, it is weird. Why don't you say I brought you balloons? I'm holding. You know balloons. what the thing that is. At that point, I would have been like, Xander, you can just bring it down to zero. You don't always have to be on. Like, he seemed like he had to, like, come in yeah. with, like, a joke. And it's, I think he's worried about her. Yeah. I, I mean, think that's how he deals with it, right? Yeah. defense mechanism, mm-hmm. right? But, um... Okay, but we haven't even gotten to Willow's flower CP choker. That <laughs> she wears throughout the app. It's too much. I'm trying to remember her choker. It's it's like, really tight. Around it's her really neck, right? tight around her neck, and it's like little, you know, sea beads. Like the little, it's like black and yellow, yeah. and red and blue flowers. Oh. See, I would wear Xander's pants that he's been sporting lately. Those plaid green yeah. Look, yeah. pajama pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, they're for daytime. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure they're yeah, yeah they're, they're daytime. <laughs> they're pants. for daytime. Daytime. Pants. <laughs> daytime. I also liked that. In once Buffy was feeling a little bit better at the hospital, she wore like silky pajama pants. Okay, but in real life, when she goes to bed, she only wears a pajama top. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like at home, pajama top and underwear. At the hospital, p- pajama bottoms like these, and like, a t-shirt, harem pants, like these so billowy, silky pants. But they match those pajama tops she wears. Like yeah. it's a, she yeah. wears the pajamas of an. A rich old man. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I, I like to think someone ran and got her a bag at some point. Yeah. Like, yep, here's your stuff. <laughs> She's like, Mom, <laughs> I wear the tops at the bottom. Yeah. Um. So, I also got a weird vibe from this demon. Like, he's I very, loved this demon. Like, like I, so I felt like he was like seconds away from like moonwalking off screen and like putting on his hat. Okay. Like, <laughs> I thought his face was creepy as hell. Yes. He was very Freddy Kruegery. Yeah, yes. very Freddy with Krueger. an underbite. like a, a cross between Freddy Krueger and the gentleman. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, I'm just gonna move on. Though I had forgotten, and I'm gonna jump a little bit ahead. The eyeballs thing. I forgot the eyeballs thing I too. Totally I totally forgot. forgot. I was I was like, like, does he scratch them? Does he like that? The was so upsetting. Genuinely kudos to yeah. the Buffy yes. the Vampire Slayer team that was genuinely like oh my yeah. wait so it just goes on their forehead and then like sucks out their life force basically is that what it does I think so yeah kind of like the bad eggs uh, monster yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like bad eggs <laughs> um, we but I also from that uh, that kind of that third act that Ryan who is the coolest of the kids he's like the leader yeah um, this is some like Lord of Fly shit with these kids <laughs> <laughs> that the kids take it upon themselves to escape. Right. I, that made me so happy that mm-hmm. Buffy didn't have to be like, come on, guys, we'll do this. No, the kids were like, we don't want to die. We got to get out of here. Let's make a plan and kick it into action. Yeah. I mean, I really didn't need to see Buffy like corralling a bunch of kids together mm-hmm. and like well, you, trying to get yeah. them to follow, which was great. Was like perfect. we didn't have to see it. Or even tell Ryan, like, Ryan, meet me in the basement. Right. No, right. like he he was like, no, I'm getting these kids out of here. And it harkens back to those flashbacks of Buffy. Like even... Children, I think, have in them the desire to be heroes or to, of course, to like yeah. do those things. Um, and they don't always have the tools to overcome the evil that's presented to them. Right. But I like that we we don't treat them like they're helpless. No. In this episode. Um, well, they did scream again. All those kids are screaming. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I actually, I don't know why I laughed at this. I, I think I'm just fucked up. When he picks Maybe. up the lead kid and he's just shaking him back and forth and the kid's screaming, but his attack is just to be like, ah, and like throw the right. kid across the room. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're like the big bad monster. Like, 
you could just put him down and then you do your eye thing, but he's like, yeah, yeah uh, this kid's screaming and like throws him across I the room. I also liked that Buffy murdered him by breaking his neck. Yeah. Much which, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she like had forgot that you could do that. And then she was like, oh yeah. She's like, She's like, wait, uh, Giles, how did Jenny die? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to try that. Yeah. Put it in my repertoire. Or maybe she's a- a- not acting out, but she's like, I don't know. Angel can do it, so can I. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Because I did like how some of these Monster of the Week episodes, in this rewatch, I forget how much they tie into the mm-hmm. overall story. And I'm glad there was him peppered out. Like, what happened last yeah. episode isn't just completely... Yes. gone like i feel like that's in her dna mm-hmm. which it should be yeah. yeah yeah and like i like that angel's showing up you know outside of his his episodes mm-hmm. because it does make it more real because like it just feels so much like a show when we're like wait what happened with angel is he just like yeah we have resting <laughs> yeah, like he's just right. taking a break right <laughs> he's taking a nap yeah he's just <laughs> taking a little sleep in the mausoleum or wherever he goes <laughs> warehouse the very tall backed chairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. This episode didn't blow my mind. I love the demon, how creepy he is, and I love his eyeball trick. Mm-hmm. Um, he does have a long, that long shot when she's watching him through the door. Mm-hmm. It's like he's like tips his hat. Yeah. And then slowly walks to the door. He opens the door and he goes into the basement. Like, yeah. I get, like they didn't leave that shot. And it's like, uh, stop, yeah. stop showing him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I Give also me a reaction, pictured- Buffy, please. <laughs> Like, I felt like the music should have been like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, it felt very, like, jazzy what he was it doing. Did. He had it. He was like a jazzy Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, he was just... Jazzy Krueger. Jazzy Krueger. He was jazzy Krueger. <laughs> he wears a cool little bowler hat or whatever yeah, kind of hat he wears. Totally. <laughs> Which no one can see. I mean, the kids he's yeah, killing because so. he's a... He wears it for himself. <laughs> he right. wants to look good. It's for him. It's for him. He's like, this hat, that's for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, and this is going back a little in the episode, and I know we dump on Xander a lot, but his treatment of Willow in the playing doctor discussion was not very nice. No, it wasn't. He he wrung her out to dry. Hung her out to dry. Yeah. Hung her out to dry. He hung her out to dry. Yeah. And, like, made fun of her in front of everybody. Can I ask a naive question? Sure. And I am not a young man, so I... (laughs) Oh, we didn't say, uh, Chris is 12. <laughs> Chris is a child. But I felt for Willow there, because even at my age, I still don't quite know what playing doctor means in the dirty sense. Like, like I know it's, it's a thing. It's just like looking at it, each other's private. You okay. take your clothes off. So, so there's no, like, is, touching or poking? There, no, there, there could be, be. T- touching and poking. That's part of what it is, part of why what Xander's saying is unfair, because people use playing doctor as like a, hey, we play doctor. Right. But like. You could literally play doctor by one person being a doctor yeah. and one person being a patient right. and not... I've done tons of scenes like that. Or the game where the, the <laughs> operation. You could play operation and play yeah. doctor. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> I told you. I know okay. that's not naive. So, operation is its own thing. You know, okay. Operation is operation. <laughs> Just saying, I felt for Willow in that situation. Yes! My mind would have gone, oh yeah, operation. So I'm the doctor, uh, yeah. and I'll be assisting this operation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, well, and it, you can't play doctor wrong. <laughs> that's I get, the like, thing. what he's yeah. saying is like, we didn't get naked. And it's, it's like, a, fuck you, Xander, you were children. And if you wanted to get naked, and you told Willow you wanted to get naked, you would have been naked. Yeah. So... You were playing it wrong too. He's like projecting his own weird feelings of sexual inadequacy onto Willow, couching it in the terms of a childhood game. Sure. She's <laughs> like, 
Right. Get over yourself. I'm glad that you guys got on board with me, like, reading this one comment. <laughs> no, no. I actually really didn't like it because it yeah. was – and it was also a very, like, we're in the club and we know – because I often was, like, the innocent one that didn't know oh. things. And then so it was, like, I felt for her in that moment when, like, this whole group of people are, like, rallying around the yeah. fact that they know this cool thing and, like, you don't know it. it maybe I was just having PTSD. I just didn't No, like I it. think that's – yeah. I think especially – Anytime you say, like, oh, this person was doing it wrong, especially when there's, like, the subtext of, like, sex or whatever, it's just, it's just mean. It's kind of bullying. Yeah. No, it is bullying. Yeah. It like, totally not- is bullying. I went through that in high school. I was a freshman and sophomore, and I was really into rap and RB mm-hmm. and, and hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went to a very suburban kind of high school, and they were all into rock. Okay. And at that age and that time, it was very, like, you're into one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know any of these bands. So there's a few kids who'd be like... Hey man, have you heard of uh, you know uh, whatever uh, ACDC or like give yeah, me a song yeah. and I'd be, be genuine and be like no and then mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. they laugh about it and they'd use it as a tool to belittle yeah yes. to belittle me well it's um it's like screw those guys it's like um oh <laughs> god I'm about to get really Milan Kundera's undi- or laughter of the angels do you know the philosopher Milan Kundera no I don't okay so he has this thing it's I think it's from unbearable light of being lightness of being mm-hmm. where um it's the concept of the maniacal laughter of the angels Mm -hmm. which is basically like a laughter which can either literally be laughter or can be like just inclusive behavior Mm -hmm. that's like all supposed to be in good fun quote but it's really to create a community within the people that you share this thing with in order to exclude people who are not in it Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. that's kind of like haha we all belong to this thing and like since you're not laughing you're not part of it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it was definitely a joke at Willow's expense mm-hmm. for to to no end. Yeah. Other than just to be mean to her. And then Buffy being like, Oh, I've never played Doctor. And I'm like, okay, one, you took Okay, the Buffy, way you say ah. that, Buff. One, you're the only non virgin in the room. Yeah. You're the only one who's had sex in the last five years in that room. Yeah. Including Giles. Right. right. So Giles has never had sex with what's her name? Jenny? They had a sex date and then she Nothing happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. He would be a possible I mean, victim for they teacher's might pet. Have between episodes. Whoa. I'm they just realizing between, they never had sex this whole time. I, think, I think they were, he thought he was about to get it. When I mean, they, so that's why he was. They're he probably was, over the clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They've definitely the been heavy petting. Heavy <laughs> petting. Heavy sure. petting. <laughs> they did some dry humping and heavy petting. Well, <laughs> dry humping to completion for sure. Fall <laughs> <Full> release. <laughs> What was that place? <laughs> I just copied Amy Sedaris. Oh, okay. Thought. Do you guys um, know that? No, for release. No. Is that a strange candy thing? Uh, no, she does it in a lot of interviews when she talks oh, okay. about massages. She was talking about how she gave her bunny a massage, and then she was like, "Full release." And then Dave Letterman was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what?" Um, but yeah. So fuck you, Xander. And then double fuck. And this is now like almost a fuck you, Willow. At the end. Joyce is being a great mom, mm-hmm. making her kids' favorite meal. Oh. And Willow orders her to bring a refill yeah. for her soda. It's just I'm so comfortable. That seemed really outside of Willow's. It did not character. seem very Willowy. I felt like it was I felt like it might have been a little jokey. Like Joyce is overcompensating. Yeah. Okay. And so they're all like, let's let's really milk this, I let's guess. Take advantage yeah. of this. Well, and Xander's angle seemed more that seems how Xander would be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Xander be yeah, like, yeah. oh, don't hide those cheesy puffs. Like right. I know where they are. Bring them to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that seemed very Xander. But Willow just being like, Yeah, mm-hmm. refill my soda. Yeah. 
Although I do say that, like, I love my parents, but mm-hmm. when I go home, I turn into, like, this total turd. Sure, but to your own parents. Right. I would never do that I, to someone else's I, mom. I would say, and especially, like, in a cheeky messing with my mom way, I'd ask for a refill. Mm. I could totally see myself being like, oh, it's empty. And I just, <laughs> oh, like, really? make a se- I mean, my mom would either say, yeah, right, I'll get it for you. Or she'd say, go get it yourself. And either way, I'd be okay with it. Mm. But I can't. Even like my best friend's mom, I can't imagine being like, "No, re- go take." No, this class I would and never do that to my friend's parents. Would you feel better if it, would they, we had seen uh, Buffy, Willow, Xander, and then Giles is in the corner, like, "And more cookies, please." <laughs> he <laughs> pops <I'm> up. <laughs> I'm always happy to see Giles. So yes, that would have made it better. Also, did you guys see what Xander was drinking? What splurge? No. Surge. 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 It's like t- blast from the past. Yep. Um, I was just really excited. I no, I think we have to wrap because it's yeah. That's fucked. what I was trying to do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't trying to cut you off on your thing. I was just letting you know we should wrap. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone who remembers Surge, enjoy this moment. But we're done. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how Matt sent a picture to Buffy in the mail. Yeah, so that was yes. the end, right? yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. It was cute. It was cute. That was a cute ending of the episode. Okay, it was cute. Do <laughs> no. we have any overall arching? overarching thoughts about these two episodes i mean this uh, passion is is a huge episode in the mm-hmm. entire of the series yeah. ed sheeran wrote a song about it guys are you a really? little trivia it's yeah a there's, no there's a song that he uses part of the soundtrack to its song i, I have it written down somewhere i uh, feel like i'm caught flat foot i can't <laughs> wait do we know the words <laughs> no. <to this> song? <laughs> jenny was a good girl <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's it's a huge episode, okay, okay. and uh, it's affected a lot of people, and I think it changes the whole show forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, because then we can kind of see like, okay, this is what this show is capable of, and people aren't as precious as we thought they yep. were. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fire love. A fire a love. Fire love. A F I. He sampled the track "Remembering Jenny" from this episode. Oh wow! Good to know. I wrote that down. All right. Any thoughts? Um. Yeah, I. It, these are good episodes. We're in the home stretch of season two. The show is becoming a more complex and darker show, and I love it. I'm gonna miss those innocent Scoobies, but um, yeah, I'm excited where we're going. Feels like we're growing up a little bit. Totally, I agree. I'm really excited for the future. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, no, no real plugs, but I'm on Twitter at Magoogs, M A G O O G S, and I post stuff if i'm doing stuff or talk about cool awesome thank you so much for coming on the show chris it was a total pleasure um um okay our next episodes oh are um there i I only have eyes for you and go fish yes so very exciting from universal water world live live from live from the front row (laughs) universal studios water world dude we should actually really go (laughs) i mean I think we should have Hellmouthy Ghosts to Universal know. Studios unrelated. <laughs> and we'll just like carry around packs and like record as we walk through Universal. Oh. It is the 19th anniversary or just this past week. So Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's on people's I, minds. It is on people's minds. All right. Awesome. <laughs> we should catch up while them. we're relevant. Yeah. While it's relevant. It's true. All right. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Um, we'll catch up with you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.